This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in there end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Nathan Ryan, he comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle, comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the Niners crew is back. I am joined by my man Wayne Breezy over here. Breezy! Powerful impact. Boom! From the cannon. Bragging. Yo, every time you do the boom, I just want to go straight Buster Ryan's mode, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. All right, guys, y'all know what it is already, man. Nothing but Niners here. We're going to break down the OTAs, man, the 49ers. We heard from a whole bunch of different people today and everything. We got uh, beat writers going out here getting molly whopped and, and roughed up a little bit by players. Yeah, Kofi smack I mean, off their head, bro. Kofi smack. We got some stuff to talk about, but before we do, guys, this is going to be a fun episode, I promise y'all. And we might not even be on long. We might just come in and out. You know what I'm saying, Paul? Hit, hit him and quit it, baby. Let's right, do it. Right. So before we do all that, we have to go through these formalities really quick, guys. If this is your first time here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show, please give us that thumbs up. Like this video. That's going to help other people with tastes such as yourselves find this video. So you got to give us that thumbs up. Do everybody else a favor. This is you helping your community, okay? Also, subscribe and turn on your notifications, guys. Breaking news videos are back. We did a breaking news video yesterday. We're going to have more coming all throughout OTAs as players come and go and news breaks, okay? So make sure you, after you subscribe, you turn on those notifications. Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That is the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, which we are live on all three of those right now. All right. Make sure you guys head on over there. Okay. Nothing but Niners. All right. Subscribe right there. Nothing but Niners. All right. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you want to leave a review of a show, you want to suggest something, or you just want to say, hey, Mike, man, uh, you got a booger in your nose. Maybe you want to edit this out. Don't do it in the comments. Shoot us an email, nb9ers at nothingbutniners.com. Wait a minute, Mike. Wait, wait, wait. You want them to do it in the comments, bro, because by the time you get... Everybody else going to go back and look for it. Yeah, but by the time you get the email, you still going to have a booger in your nose. Oh, no, the emails come right here. They yeah, go. but they they not gonna. It's easy oh. to just say, Mike, you got a boogie. Go pick the winner real quick, so you can get, you can flick yeah, it out. Nah, I, get what fact, saying, I got right? you, bro. I got right. you. On the so boogies. on the live, I'm looking for my partners to hold me down. <laughs> but if y'all happen to miss it, you know what I mean. Just type the email. Hey, title it Tunnel Goblin. 
Let me know. I got a tunnel goblin in there. He peeking out, trying to scare people off. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was I was talking to the rewatch people. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, I never heard of tunnel goblin. That's a new word for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then guys, last but certainly not least, man, we got some new programs coming to you guys starting now. We told you guys that the OTAs uh, were going to be the t- time that when all the different levels of Patreon come back. We got the $20 tier, the $10 tier, and the $5 tier. The $5 tier is going to be strictly for promotions and the free, uh, the game watches when we're during the season. The $10 tier and the $20 tier are going to have exclusive content starting this week. It is back. I told you guys that when OTA started, that's when we were going to get started with it. So you guys are going to have bonus videos over there, patreon.com slash nb 9 E-R-S. I'm working behind the scenes hard to bring you guys some quality content that I promise you, you are going to enjoy. So head on over there, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. As the season kicks up, the subscribers come back because we had a bunch of subscribers and they were like, hey man, it's a slow time of the year, I'm out. And I understood that. And I told everybody, hey, lower your subscriptions down to the $5 tier. Everything is going to be on that tier right now. And that's what we did the whole summer the whole off season five dollar tier stuff for everybody mike the summer, the summer didn't start yet mike it's not huh? summer didn't start yet but you know what I'm, well i mean to me when football is not here it's summertime like that's my break so <laughs> but you're you absolutely right according to the seasons it's still spring i shouldn't even have said that right like i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, out of line uh you know mike i ain't seen you in, in a couple of weeks i'm gonna mess with you this whole episode bro we might not even get to otas by the time we finish <laughs> this conversation <laughs> Well, then let me take a sip right now. Mm, <laughs> let me go ahead and get ready then, all right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, patreon.com slash NB9ers. The bonus content picks up now, right now. Now, now, you guys see the name. I'm your host, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. He is our other host. He is Wayne Breezy. Get on over there and subscribe now before we jump into our show. Mm-hmm. Wayne, you got your fingers in a little bit of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. my man know this guy. He got a show over there. He got his oh hello. He got his own show over here, and he's doing his thing over there. Tell people where to find you. I know it's easy. I know it's easy. All you gotta do is just hit Google and, and type in one thing, and, and they all pop up. Go. I'm sorry. Bing, bing it, and watch what happens. But tell everybody where to find you, man. You can Google me, baby, too. Like you know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't use Bing. Who is who created Bing anyway? Anyway, no, seriously, no. Thank you, Mike. Just go to Wayne Breezy, man. Google Wayne Breezy. It, it's everywhere. The only Wayne Breezy you don't want to follow is the Instagram. You want to follow Wayne Breezy too, because Wayne Breezy got hacked. And right now, Instagram is just not responding to me anymore. Hey, uh, you know who else got hacked? If you guys are out there, Eric, Eric Davis, Davis, yo, yeah. Eric Davis was asking for money. I hope it wasn't for me because he don't follow anybody, so it couldn't have been for me. <laughs> Now, I know he was following me, but I'm not hacked though, so I knew it wasn't me. So right. I shot my man a text, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, like, you you really need 150 dollars? Like, what's up?" He was like, "Come on, Mike." Oh, so that's how they got him on that one? Because yeah. okay. <laughs> my mine, all right. So mine was different though. Mine was the one you got. So they was like, "Yo, I need your help," and I was yeah. like, "What?" And I'm locked out of my account. Now the only reason why I did it was because the girl that hit me up, I knew she was in a different country. So I assumed she literally was locked I out of her freaking stuff. account, broski. I'm like, oh man, that's the only reason. But my stupid behind did it, and man, she, yeah, she she was hacked, and so she got her account back, cause you know. Oh, you can get them back. Yeah, I've been trying, but tw- like Instagram's not responding to me anymore, yo. Like that's a lot of them, man. That's why it's it's a whole train of my brother lost his account, my cousin lost his, Eric oh, wow. Davis lost his. Eric David just went out and made another one, y'all. So he does have another one. I'm I don't. 
I'm not gonna give it out. I don't know if he wants. No, I think he he asked, he put out a post and asked people to follow him. Oh, so. he did. Okay, all right. So then I, I'll look it up before the end of the show and tell y'all what it is. But it's Eric, some weird yeah, numbers. It's, it's like B dot D. Yeah, it's just mad weird. It's, just, Hold on, let me see. it's like Eric, you could have been more creative, bro. That's way well, too. Is that if he had all the mad underscores and shit under there before? Remember, like his name was <laughs> it's hard. Why uh, can't he just use his uh his Twitter handle? It's probably it's probably available. Because his Twitter handle is Eric Davis with four underscores. Got you. Even, even that's long. But he should just make it uniform. You know what I mean? Just just keep it the same all the way around. Right. That's why I'm so it's upset D because dot D dot two fire. Oh no, two five. Oh, because he wore 25. E exactly. Dot e dot two five. Yeah. That's Eric Davis' new handle. Yeah. And then Wayne's uh -oh. is Wayne Breezy two. It sounds like the words that are going hamburger right now. It's really good. You have a great turnout right now, Mike. And the Warriors are playing. You know, most of our fans are Warrior, Warrior fans out there. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So that's that's dope. But no, listen, we got a lot. Let's let's catch up on some basketball, real quick. I know this is not y'all came in here for nothing but Niners, and I promise you. But nothing Look, but they're Niners talking Warrior. Look at Chris. Warriors versus Celtics. It's a possibility, yo. The South, the, the Warriors are going to win tonight. They're going to sweep this team. So the Warriors going to have mad rest. You calling a sweep? Yeah, I think Dallas gave up the ghost. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Um, for the Celtics though, it's tough, man. Like we we talk, y'all talk mad trash about the about the East, and the East is tough, bro. It's it's fights every night. It's bloody noses, bloody eyes. It's it's bad. It's 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 a battle out there, you know. So um, it's tough, man. It's I I got us beating Miami. Some people have us beat Miami in six. I think it goes seven, and the Celtics win in Miami. What's the what's the series right now? It's two two. So they're going Miami to really Boston. Didn't show up last night, man. Y'all like I I tuned in in the first quarter. Y'all was up like nineteen. I was like, oh, eh, I'm not watching this one. Yeah, I mean and they I ended up like, winning by eighteen, but they were up by thirty something at up one. By thirty point. something at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like in the, early in the third quarter or something like that, or halfway through the third. It was up yeah. by thirty. So I knew I wasn't going to be watching that game. I was like, nah. I like watching games that go back and forth. The only kind of blowouts I like watching. Or when it's a shooting clinic, y'all right. were playing just all around good football, and they were playing really, Basketball. really bad. They mm -hmm. were forcing shots and stuff. I can't watch a game where one of the teams is sloppy. You know Yo, what I'm go saying? Go back to that uh, that 24/7 joint. That junk was dope. That that logo was fire. Who is that? State your claim, player. Let 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 them know who you are. I like that red and gold 24/7. Mike, go Bishop T. Look, I done started some C. It's what happens when you ask for you help. You did it, bro. You start. You. you this, is why, this is why black men struggle to ask for help and, and be vulnerable with people. You see what I'm saying? I, I understand, Kali. <laughs> I am not. Since I got, I got to apologize to Pinky too while we're here, real quick, because I was, I was teasing her. She teased me about the show earlier. Earlier, right, right, right. I'm too good to come on y'all show now, right? Uh -huh. And I was like, Peachy, really, really? And then she sent me this long text. You know, she don't, she don't bite her tongue. She came at me. She's like, Mike, bro, come on. I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just playing around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't mean it. But, bro, how many shows have you done today, for real? Because people are like, yo, you're doing a lot of shows. Look, Breezy is everywhere. Like, what's going on with you? So, um, I did, this is my, I do three shows on Tuesday. Yeah, I do, I do the after show you were on, the Daily Talk show. And then I do the show 49ers uh Red Zone podcast with Rohan from um Web Zone. And then I do the John Wayne show with John Chapman. That's on Tuesdays also. 
Yeah. And then we and then I hopefully I have enough energy. The only time I don't jump on this show is like the game is on, but it's not on it's on the yeah, RD. It's on got the opposite schedule right now. We got yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. You know what? last Tuesday because the Celtics played last Tuesday. It wouldn't have been uh like it. Yeah, because they have to do this every other day. Every, yeah. Mark Cuban mm-hmm. actually posted um because of the play-ins. They have to do every other night. There's no more skipping days anymore. Right. Remember they used to take the night, like if they had to travel, they would get like an extra day or two. Nope. Nope. It's totally different. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Because of the playing games. So like they they weren't allowed to extend the calendar. They wanted to add the extra games in there. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. all right. I am trying to show all the comments up here, trying to show the the chat some love. I'm sorry that they're going fast. Uh, But, you know, we got some stuff to talk about, so. I apologize to Peachy. Wayne, man. Now, before yeah. we start it. Well, let's get right into the uh, the beat writer getting his hat slapped off his head by Javon Kinlaw. I think we should start there. Let's get the let's get the animosity and the testosterone out, out of the way real quick, because I'm trying to figure out what happened. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't, I don't know if you know more about what happened. You know, I'm just hearing about the after effect. And then there's some stuff going on right now on Twitter that I decided to get involved in because I'm trying to figure out, like, why people coming at my boy John. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Going to bat for you. Okay. Well, I mean, mean, Jesse going to bat for Grant. I don't see Grant saying anything. So Jesse calling out John. And so I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, I'm trying to figure out like where where's the piece in all this. I'll, I'll check it out on his channel, bro. I'll check it out, but I'm not on his channel right now. So if y'all want to explain to me what oh, happened, yeah, Grant. Okay, so all right, so we'll start there. Then. So we'll start there, right? Uh, all right. So what happened was uh, Grant was out there at the practice, and uh, he's uh, he was um, like across the field, and he sees Kinlaw. And Kinlaw walks up and just stands over his shoulder, like looking down on him. And he was like, Oh, what's up, Moop Dog? And he was like, Shut the fuck up, bitch ass. Yeah. yeah. So, and he was like, Oh, it's like that. He was like, Yeah, what you gonna do about it, bitch? And then now this is all according to Grant. This is all according to Grant. Right? Grant said the N-word? No, no, no. He said, he said, What you gonna do about it, bitch ass word I can't say. Okay. Those were Grant's exact words. Uh so. Um, now this is just Grant, like recapping it on the, on the field. So there's, it's not like y'all get to see this happen or anything. So I'm telling y'all, if y'all want to go watch it, cool, but he's going to tell you exactly what I'm saying. So he was like, that was it. That was that. He walks away. Uh, and then he's making his way across, like during the practice sessions and he's over where the defensive linemen are. And then there's music playing. And, uh, he was like, the, the rap song was on and, um, and what was I saying? Oh, the rap song was on, and uh, Kinlaw started like ad-libbing Grant's name into it. So like, um, <laughs> Kinlaw. Like, like I don't, I don't know the exact song that was on. Neither does Grant. I could tell by the way he was like replaying it. But he was like, uh, you know, I was like, don't start no shit. It won't be no you shit. Know, right? Yeah. Was like Grant starts some shit. It's gonna be some shit. So that's like, my you- point. So what? What did Grant see? See, this is what I'm asking. So there's always a cause to an effect, right? Absolutely. So my question is, what did Grant say three years ago about Javon Kinlaw? Grant like, has been Grant's been ragging on him since he okay. got. Okay. 
He okay. said he got old man knees. Yes, he yes, yes, yes. Wasted yes. his draft pick on yes. him. And yes. I can't believe this is the guy that they got to replace okay. this guy. And no, I got he's you. going to be healthy. Uh, like, I mean, he's just said a whole bunch of negative shit. No, no, no. No, he did and not. I, I, not I, well, the way Mike bleeped it out, I just assumed that he, you know, sometimes, yeah. But no, he did not. Mike is not saying that he did. Right. I, I, I don't want to get that. So so here's my thing, right? So so John and I did our show, and somebody brought it up in the chat. And I'm like, oh, snap, what happened? And so John was trying to explain what happened. So then I think John came out and said something about, like, you know, we don't condone the violence or th- whatever, but sometimes you kind of got to, like, watch. You, you got to watch what you say because – you don't know how certain people are going to react or you don't know when they're going to react. You don't know what's going to trigger a person to do something like I might, we might be cool right now, but it might've been something I said to you like a minute ago that you just ain't got off your chest yet. And the moment you see me, you slap the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? I might not even know. I'm going to be like, what the hell you slapped the shit out of me for? Matter of fact, I brought up that situation that happened at the airport, bro. When the dude was just like, the dude told the dude, leave him alone, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so the, the, the security in the airport walked over to the dude and slapped the shit out of him. So then the dude said, what? You want to throw hands? He was like, y'all saw that, right? He hit, yo, me. He hit me, right? Yo, pop, pop. Like he hit him with the two-piece yeah, and, the, and the biscuit. Then the dude fell. And so like, I'm, all I'm saying is what I was saying was, yo, like real talk, like you got to be careful what you say because some people... So, we watched we watched Will Smith slap the shit out of Chris Rock, and we all thought it was a joke. Oh, he shouldn't have did it. It was a joke. He's a comedian. They know they joke around. We don't know where people heads be at in 2022 anymore, bro. Like the world is extra sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you gotta just be careful. So I'm not condoning what Javon Kinlaw did if he did exactly what Grant Cohn said he did. Oh yeah, and then he said that he knocked his hat off his head. Like what you? That's the. That's see. That's the. That's all I thought is what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot to say that. That was like when they first were talking. Right, and so like I'm not condoning that behavior, but then there's some all fake stuff going on. Like the, you know, Jesse's calling them fake because blah blah blah, and I'm like, damn, well, why right, are you doing this there, stuff out there's there? A reason, there's a reason why Jesse and people are getting on John for mm-hmm. that. Right, so because. John, goes on Grant's Grant show and right promotes his stuff and da 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 right like, every chance he gets to remind people that he don't fuck with Grant he's doing that so it's like so you use him for his platform and then you kick his back in every opportunity you get so that's why people well, are how is this back. kicking Grant's back I don't get it so he made a superhero sign of Javon Kinlaw he, he made a superhero edit of it he of Javon Kinlaw like I, I idolize this man now or some shit like he's really like championing. you know he said he said that there's something about him being his favorite player or some sh- Let me find the joint. So yeah. All of a sudden, my favorite player. I'm paraphrasing because I don't know. Nah, I can't I, remember I, either. I yeah. the timeline as I was scrolling through. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, you know, it was basically like, oh, he confronted Grant, so now he's my favorite player. He he, he, he assaulted Grant, he's my favorite. See, like, that's, so, the, that's the feel of what John is portraying on Twitter. Okay. And, that, so, and I said to Jesse, that's fair because I don't know the history. So I can't tell you if it's subliminal or not, because I don't see it as subliminal. Whereas people that know the history, they'd be like, oh, that's a shot. And I'm like, how is that a shot? Like, you know what I'm saying? But so now I get it. 
Like, you know what I mean? Now, I don't know how where they stand. All I know is, like, if that was me, it would be different. <laughs> like, like, it just would be different. I'm just saying. Like, it would be different. Oh, what you mean? We if, would just if, handle if, it differently. Side of you, of this was you. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if they, if he was calling me out like that, it would just be handled differently. If who was calling you out? Is what I'm saying. Jesse, because Grant ain't saying shit, so it's okay for Jesse to come out and say shit for Grant, but can't nobody say shit for John? Like I'm confused. So at the end of the day, all I'm saying is they need to figure out how to handle this like some gentlemen's, or they could get into that gangster shit. Like that's that's what we're talking about. They're not going to do that. Which they're not going to do. So then why come out and call people fake? This is that and the third in public. Why not just hit the dude up? If he if he's doing it subliminally, right? He's not. He didn't come out and say Grant's a piece of shit. But he didn't, Mike. All right. I don't. I didn't. I don't. I didn't see all the tweets. So I'm no, not I'm saying it. at the end of the day, even if you did see all the tweets, he's not coming out saying that. So even if it's subliminal, isn't the message clear? I don't I see I, I can't say that it's all right, not all right. Let me let me let me switch it up. Let me take the situation off of y'all, right? So uh you come on. Nah, I'm not gonna say you. All right, Mose comes on here to promote his channel, not nitty gritty, but the yeah. Mose knows. Yeah, right? I'm cool with that though. Right? And then uh and then uh uh Roscoe's dude, uh Chris. Chris. Me and Chris get into it, and Mose is like, ah, like retweeting all the stuff that Chris did. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like he he puts a picture up of Chris, my hero, my idol, mm -hmm. right? You, I, as a person who knows that I promoted Moe's on my channel, you're gonna be like, Moe's, what you doing, bro? Like Mike, Mike's was people. Like he was cool with you. Like why why are you right? Why are you treating Mike like that? But 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 the, who did you just say I'm gonna say that to? I said you're gonna say it to Moe's. Right. But I ain't gonna put Jesse's it out. Talking, Jesse's talking to Chapman. Not privately. You talking to him. Publicly Chapman is posting publicly. So, okay, so I think all right. I, I see. All right, all right. I got you now. I see what your hang up is. I'm the type of person where if you say something on this platform, I'm going to address you on this platform. Yeah, but I didn't say. Initially, but initially. Even if even all right. So I right, and I respect it. I respect everybody, gangster. Real talk. All I'm saying is, John ain't say shit. He's just posting shit. Motherfuckers post subliminal shit all the time. It's the American way. Hold up. Right. People that's the that's the way of this world. That's how this world is propagating. Like we we are built on promoting shit to make you think it's about some other shit. Sorry. Stuff. Right? So at the end of the day, I don't get it. We wait past seven minutes, bro. I know, but I, I don't even like I'm, I'm <laughs> in a mode. I, I don't want to be in this mode. Nah, but you, people you no, know I'm also, saying shit. You can't you can't insult people's intelligence. It's it's clearly one plus one being two here. Like I, everybody, everybody knows that now. I didn't yeah. know that though, so I'm knowing of it now. So you hear what I'm saying? So you can't say everybody knew. That's why I said to Jesse on Twitter, said so we just be talking in the public. That's why I said, "Oh, I, right. I think I respect where you're coming from," because I didn't know of the situation that John did this, right, and did that. So I'm just thinking it was so. So my whole enlightenment of the situation was. Grant was supposed to show up. I remember them saying some some stuff on Twitter. But I thought it was jokey jokes. It was and it was him and Grant. So Grant did speak up for himself at one point. So I, I just thought it was jokes. At the end of the day, we all content creators, right? And we all trying to do what we do. Like, and so I don't understand why everybody got to be some tough guy shit. 
at the end of the day, like if and that's where Jesse's point was. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna, if you're gonna not like the dude, if you're not gonna like Grant, just don't fuck with, with, right? And that's why I said I get you, Jesse. Right. Like I get it. Like I get where you're coming from. And that's where. So when he said fake, I ain't understood what that meant. Right. Right. You jump. Because I didn't know the context. Promote your stuff. Right. Right. So don't sit there and be like, yo. You know. You know, there's certain pages I don't fuck with. Like you, I, you I, know, you know that, but you won't ever see me trashing nobody trashing unless, unless they come to me. Mm-hmm. If they bring it to my doorstep, you gotta be prepared for what I'm going to do. To you. And so, so to get back to the Grant Combs situation, Grant been bringing stuff to Javon Kinlaw's doorstep for a long time, for three years, yes, sir. And and that's where we came down to this. So I get why people are offending or are, are, are defending Grant, and I get why some people may be defending Javon Kinlaw. Like at the, like I don't condone the, the violence. I don't think that's how you solve it. But I can't tell that man how to react. <laughs> I can show him. He, he didn't touch him. I will say that he didn't touch him. Okay, we well, smacked his hat off the head. That's kind of like a he didn't touch him. And what I will say is this, uh, Grant Cohn, and I, and I actually posted, it's the only thing I think I posted about it. Um, when Grant Cohn called out and pissed off Eric Armstead and Armstead clapped back at Grant mm. on his social medias. I don't remember that Armstead, either. See? Eric Armstead had a career year. Okay. So, I think Grant Cohn in advance for the career year Javon Kinlaw is about to have. <laughs> Listen, I've been th- we've been trying to tell people about Javon Kinlaw for a minute. The dude, yeah. but first, so first of all, I'm gonna say this for the last motherfucking plucking time, right? The 49ers draft for the future. Stop Thank thinking you. that they're picking players to be plug in and play right now. That's Thank not their you. MO, and they showed it in that draft. They showed it. That's where it started. Javon, they traded the Forrest Buckner. They got a Javon Kinlaw. Everybody thought he was supposed to come in and replace Defoe right away. No. Everybody thought Brandon Ayuk was supposed to be this guy. Well, Brandon Ayuk had no choice but to be the guy his rookie year for the super fact. We had no other wide receivers. Debo was hurt. They thought Brandon Ayuk was Emmanuel Sanders' replacement. Bingo. And so they're not understanding that college drafting players two or three years prematurely so that they could come in and learn the complicated system. Now we're getting back to 49er football. So we apologize for that. Excuse me. But now let's get to some 49er stuff, man, because there's a lot of stuff that we got to get down to, but that's what it is. And so I guarantee if Javon Kinlaw is as healthy as he, that, that we are seeing him to be, it's about to be a problem. It's about to be a problem that we've never even seen before because Ken Law was our best run defender hurt. So can you imagine what he's right. going to be like healthy, bro? I'm not saying he's going to get you double-digit sacks. That's not his game. His game is run stuff. I'll, I'll take I'll take two sacks and a ton of pressures. He's going to he's gonna be a problem in the middle of the field this year. You could see it from his preparation. You could see it from the look in his eyes this year. It's different. It's different. But uh, Bleed Red and Gold, thanks for the super chat. He says, uh, was it just me? Or was the players like spicy with the media? Like they overall trash talk uh being said about them, power rankings, etc. Uh like spicy with the media. Like they, they definitely were spicy with the media. Oh, they overall the trash talk. Okay, I get it. Okay. All right. So as far as you know, I, I think Brad 
put this out a little while ago on his Twitter account saying he feels like the players were really spicy. Um, I thought you saw a lot of um, personality today inside of the pressers, right? You saw a lot of personality from the players, like maybe a side we've probably never even seen before, like even with Trey Lance. I mean, you saw him be uber confident, but you saw him respectively talk shit back to the media, like, like respectively. You don't think so? I ain't getting no spice today. You know I'm the king. Like I, well, I well, j- j- so so spicy. So so it depends on how you define. So everybody has a different level of caliente of, of spice. Excuse me, direct. So whatever is spicy to the majority of the people, Mike, you might be way past medium spice. Like 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 novice spice. Like you might need it to be like you know them taki super hot spice I mean, or whatever. Ghost peppers and jalapenos. Yeah, yeah that, that see we ain't on that level. Mild salsa, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I go a level above mild though. What, what I was watching were so you got to think of this real quick. Last time these players had a presser in front of the media, yeah, it was the exit. wrapping up the season following a postseason run. You got some national media mixed in there, it's a big room. This was a very small, you know, this is just us. There's no NFL network here, a comfortable room, right? Right? So you can ask me a question and I can answer you honestly. Here. I don't have to be PC right now. Right. I can PG. answer you. What's PC I'm, mean? Huh? What PC what mean? Okay. Right? I was thinking of like parental guidance. <laughs> oh, PG. But they didn't yeah, have like, to be PG either. I don't have to be like Mr. You know, Mr. Uh-huh. Proper right uh-huh. now. I can, I can loosen up a little bit and, and tell you what I feel. And I got some clips today. I'm gonna, We're going to play a couple of clips and we're going to respond and talk about them and everything. But I didn't. I didn't get spice. I've I've seen some spice. You could tell when certain players don't like certain people asking them questions. Nah, there was some spice. There was some spice. I I don't care what people say. George Kittle doesn't like Grant Cohn. It's it's evident. Like, and you can tell in his reaction to the question uh, about you know his his non football non contact injuries. Like he shut that shit down. Like that, that, that spice, like even tree. I didn't think that was spice. I thought that was him clarifying. What, what exactly? No, because about? guys were clarifying then, it all day. Trey Lance asked them, Trey Lance respectively said, Hey, um, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm no, good. No, 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 no. We're going to get there. We're going to get to that. We're going to, no, I'm talking about, talking about the injury, but then he, he kindly, oh, oh, the injury. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kindly asked them not to ask. And then he asked them two more questions about, about the injury. injury. I know you like said the finger again. Yeah. Right. But, but he did it with a smile. See, that's why I'm saying I didn't take it as spice. Like he Kyle, Kyle was the most spicy today. That's why I said he did it respectfully. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Whereas Jimmy Ward came on there and, you know, they asked him about the Pro Bowl and some stuff. And this motherfucker said, and then he, t- he takes a shot at Grant Cronin. Nobody says anything. Like, it was perfect. Like, he, he came out and called the dude out. Ever since me and Grant Cronin, ever since I talked beep to Grant Cronin on Instagram, you yeah, know what I'm no. saying? I, I've been labeled as the villain. You know what I'm saying? And you can't label me as a villain anymore if I'm already the villain. But I'm a great guy, though. Like, like you should get to know me. Like, like right. listen, it was it was spice, but it wasn't like, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like a negative vibe. It, everything was cool, calm, and collected. It was positive, and I'm not going to let you put me in a corner. That's it. I, like, some I've seen players get back in the corner, and they almost got Ayuk. Oh, did you watch film on? Oh, on my God, Gary did Ford? you see that, Mike? Oh, well, what exactly did you see? 
Well, you said you watch a lot of them. What'd you learn? Like, what the fuck are you? Like, bro, I said I watched them. Like, get off my dick. they asked the question four times about- I hated that shit. No, you don't, Mike, because you said that our wide receivers need to go out there and watch other wide receivers. <laughs> they asked the wide receiver if he watched film on Ward. Ward. Me, I'm talking about Chivari's. Let no, me ask you a question, Wayne. Let me ask I you know. a question. I know, oh, bro. How many games is coming season for the Niners? Regular season. How many games? Yeah. 17? 17 games this coming season, right? Yes. How many times does Brandon Ayuk have to go against Javarius Ward? Zero. So why the fuck are they asking him if he watched film on Ward? Because they played him in the preseason last year, and they wanted to really get some ins. Hold on. Hold on. Why do I always got to play devil's fucking advocate, too? Like, why I got to play? You know it was a dumbass question, but you want to explain their point, they side. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the journalist in you. That's what you do. That means you in your bag. Okay, so you thinking on your feet. I want to hear it. I want to hear you justify the bullshit that we had to sit there and watch today. I haven't laughed in so long. Wait a minute. All right, so they were trying to get some insight on Traverius Ward because he wasn't up there at the presser. So they were trying to think, they were trying to ask questions on how he looks pretty much out there without asking that question. So they felt like if they could dig into Brandon Ayuk a little deeper, even though they asked the same question four times, he'll slip up and be like, and so he came out and said, he's a good corner. (laughs) And I don't even know if that was the right thing to say because but then he said he's getting paid to be the good, the best corner. Like, you know, poor Brandon, yo. They tried to, yo. What games did you watch of him? What games did you watch? Poor like, Brandon. Like, what? Why would he even? I would have been like, nah, he's on my team. I don't got to watch film on him. I'm not I don't think, I don't think Brandon should do pressers for a while. No, nah, because he was trying to be nice. That's that. Because he didn't get pressers. So, like, you look That's at everybody else that was up there, right? Other Wait than- a minute. Mike, you know who his pressers used to be with all the time? Debo Samuel. Go they back. Did the joint, the, they did the, the joint, joint presses. They used to. Do, it was like Debo right. was schooling them to the game. Debo not here. Brandon gets the presser. I don't think he was ready. Like they, 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 they were snakes on the plane today, bro. <laughs> and they went for the most vulnerable dudes too. They knew they yeah. couldn't get Kittle. They tried. They tried. They tried to get Lance. He killed him with the smile. Right, and then they try. Who else did they get? They Jimmy Ward just said shit. The whole pressers. Yeah, yeah, he had to drop like seven shits in that presser. <laughs> he did. He did. Somebody should have bought him some Charmin. It was so much shit falling. He All better go to tight end. You they giving it away for free. Right, right, right. <laughs> you got to cover them tight ends. But it, I, I thought overall, I thought, I thought the pressers were really good. I thought Kyle, I thought Kyle Shanahan. It's about the spaz, because uh, spicy. That, yeah, I, I know where you're coming from, bro. Just, first of all, I'm just waiting for Kyle to curse at the presser. He, won't do it. he, he won't can't do it. do it. He won't. I, yeah, I think I. I don't know if they contractually. Man, I don't I think you can. Because he, he say he say it too. He was like, I don't want to be mic'd up because I curse a lot during games. Like I got, <laughs> got a real bad. He, he said it. He said it. He said, I always hate being mic'd up or near somebody who's mic'd up. I never heard him say that. I don't. I don't. I'm not the friendliest person. Uh, during games, he said it. So, all right, let me read these super chats here, and we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to some of the rumors we heard about OTAs, and then we're gonna get to the pressers, and we're gonna get out of y'all hair. All right, okay. that sound that sound good. Yeah. First super chat of the night came from Bleed Red and Gold. Uh, he says, "What? Oh wait, we 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 read this one already. All right, so thank mm-hmm. you for the super chat. We appreciate it." Jaguayo fifty six. He says at NBN, I heard Ken Law versus Grant Cone in a cage match. Yo, my money gonna be on Grant Cone, bro. 
I grant will find a way to get out of that cage some way, somehow, bro. Kinlaw is a is a professional athlete. Maybe Grant don't have the stamina to run away from him. No, I think I think Grant will pay somebody to open up the cage. <laughs> Grant's a smart dude, man. I don't know why y'all think he's not smart. That dude's smart as shit. Extremely calculated too. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. And so that helps. Part of you. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm with you. Um, 49ers throwback says, agree, Breezy. We all show respect. No one imperfect. Or we all should respect. We all show respect. No one is perfect. Yeah, I, and that's the right, and and that's what helps us. You know, <clears throat> that's what I love about us, right? Like we hold each other accountable. We're able to go back and learn. Like how many times did we blow up on this show? Oh, excuse me. How many times did I blow up on this show and then come back behind you and apologize on national air? Right? Like cause I had to I had to come out of the black mode, not black as in color, but like going black I had to come out of that mode going dark excuse me which I right, I I know, and I then come back into the light and be like oh shoot you know what? i could have said that differently my bad whatever whatever but that's how we learn that's how i learn i learn from making mistakes absolutely and then sean with the final contribution that we've seen so far says hey quit picking on grant just because he is white <laughs> being black i always have to be aware of these situations anyway grant deserved it blessings <laughs> I look forward to hearing from Sean daily. Like he's like my daily affirmation every day. Sean is my is my my constant reminder that everything is going to be all right. All right. Mm -hmm. I don't think he realizes that. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate Sean with or without the uh, super chats. I I appreciate what he brings to the table. It's always humor, and it's always a real message within the humor. You know what I'm saying? True. I like that. I appreciate it. So, guys, keep the keep the super chats coming in here. Keep the comments coming. Uh, but Wayne, yes, 49ers OTA is underway. Uh, it was a second day of mm-hmm. OTAs here. What did you hear? Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't hear much about what happened on the field. Yeah, you didn't hear anything about what you didn't hear anything about what happened on the field. I mean, I do have Trey Lance's stats. We can go through that. Um, you you heard about the rotation of the offensive line. Um and, and then you heard about injuries. I mean, I, th- I think that was it. Like the guys who practiced, who didn't practice. I think my biggest concern would be the absence of Al Shire. I mean, I know he was there, um, but he's un- he's not practicing due to that. I didn't know he had the surgery. Surgery this off surgeries, yeah. right? And, and so I didn't know that. I don't know if you knew that, but I had no idea. That- I didn't. Uh, I had actually had it on from a good. I'm not going to say a source. I had it on good conf. Uh, good. So I got some good information months ago, like during the season last year, that Kittle was going to require some off-season cleanups. They asked him about that too today. Did they ask him that today? That they asked him about something about you know something. I felt like they asked him about it. He shut it down. All right, Kitt- so I'm gonna be honest with you before yeah. you before you explain. I I have a hard time watching Kittle pressers. Why? He's trying too hard. Yeah, it's the personality. It's the personality. Um, like as soon as he walks up, he's standing there and they're ready to ask. He's like, oh, hey, a question. Like, oh, like what? You're not surprised. You know, you knew what you were. You knew the room you were walking into and what you were going there for. And then, like, I, I skipped forward a little bit, and then he was yelling at somebody for like, was, was someone's phone going off or something? Did you, did you see that part of the press? Yeah, that's almost it was somebody, somebody's phone went off. Like it was funny. He addressed it. That that's me though. So 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 
So when I teach, I knew, that's why I can't say shit about Kittle. Go ahead, I'm listening. Go ahead. So as as a teacher, I'm the same exact way. I I feel like when you're like, first of all, I'm not a lecturing type teacher, right? But I do have that ten minute of my time. Like, give me my ten minutes. Like, and if I don't have y'all attention, I'm gonna call you out. So I know I feel bad for the kids too because I I I treat them like adults. So I call them out. You know what I'm saying? The same way. Yeah. And I don't do it in a demeanor way to like hurt anybody's feelings, but it's because they show disrespect. And I, I think at the end of the day, I'm hoping the lesson that they get out of it is that, you know, when a person has the floor, you respect them. You should pay attention. Yes. Yeah. It's just that one mic, you know what I'm saying? Type of thing, you know? So just like when I give them the floor, I stop, I fall back and it'd be hard because they'd be doing some stuff. I'd be wanting to chime in. Like we playing double duck. Oh yeah, yo, yo, you can do it. Yo, no, I got to give them their time. They present and they talking. Right. And so I feel like that's kind of maybe I'm thinking maybe that's how Kittle felt. Like, I, I don't know. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just, the, over, over the last couple of seasons. Damn, I hate that I'm optimistic though, bro. No, 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 no. Because oh, I'm no, not no. typical. It's weird. I'm only optimistic during this like any other thing, I'm I'm different. I don't see the good in everything. Uh, I I do I do I can find <laughs> negatives, but overall, I'm not looking for negatives. But I, great. I think the type of person I am, I I prepare for the negative. What does that mean? I'm preparing for it to be negative, so you that I can for glory. But you anticipate pain. Pay pain. There it is. Yeah, but I always remain faithful. It's a life mantra. It's it a is. life mantra. All right, so we did. Let's talk. Let's talk about the offensive line really quick. Now we know that Mike McGlinchey is out. We know that Trent Williams is out, right? So yes. we knew there were going to be two new tackles, and and you know that Alex Mack is out, and you know that Alex Mack is out, right? And yeah. you know that you also lost <laughs> Lincoln Thomas. Yeah. Hey, all right. So you should you should know there was going to be at least four new faces on the team's first. Offensive line. Okay, now again, guys, got to keep in mind that this is also voluntary. Okay, now with this being voluntary, that means that you have big names out there that are not going to be there. The first team offensive line today, left tackle was McKivitz. Yep. Left guard was Banks. Yep. The center was Jake Brindell. Yep. The right guard was Jalen Moore. Yep. The left tackle, I mean, the right tackle was Justin School. All right, so let's talk about this here, man. Um, well, that's the that technically cannot. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but this is how I feel. Technically, that's Trey Lance's offensive line. I need you to. I need you to elaborate because I I see three. I see three fifths of his line here. No, that te- so you got to think about it. Trey Lance has always been rolling with the twos and the threes. Ooh. Okay, 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 okay. This is the, this is the line he's familiar with. Yes. Yeah, yes. This is the line he has the continuity with. So, so Trent Williams not being there. I mean, there's no way he's not gonna Trent. Whatever, Alex Mack. Whatever, Mike McGlinchey. We don't know, <laughs> but the majority of this offensive line that he's out there with today has been the offensive line that he's been practicing with his whole career. Mm-hmm. So. In a way, this is a bonus for him. I mean, especially since he's completing 15 out of 17 passes 
you know, and, and seven on sevens and oh, eleven. You got the stats for me. You got to give me the stats. Yeah, I got them, Brock. Bro, this is man. Bro, you just made me really excited. Can I? Can I pause you for a second? I, I hate interrupting people. I promise you, I do. But like, I just got goosebumps over here, bro. You really got me excited just now. Okay. So I've been concerned about. I've, I've been very concerned about Mike McGlinchey possibly not playing. Okay. Alex Mack possibly not returning. Okay. And Lincoln Tomlinson knowing he's gone. Okay. <laughs> but you just told me something that it never even crossed my mind. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Trey Lance has played behind this exact line his entire career. career. Every uh -huh. practice, emulating and calling plays and all that stuff. Against the first team defense, by the against way. Against the first team defense. I've so 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 so, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, Mike, is because when Alex Mack, Mike McGlinchey, and Trent Williams returns, the depth is going to be legit. Like, oh snap, we really develop offensive linemen here. Bro. So you gotta look at how dangerous this is. And this goes back to me saying, okay, it's not meant for us to understand this pick right now. <laughs> but in two seasons, <laughs> you're gonna learn that, that day. You're gonna learn that day. I'm telling you, unless you just buy into Kyle. What we gotta understand about Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch is that. They're not, I'm not saying that they're comfortable because they're always willing to up, you know, become better. But I think they got this. I think they got it under wraps now. I think they understand how to draft now. I think when they first came in here, they went after names and free agency that they can get. And we'll see who will keep down the road. And we'll go and draft the best players we think are the best for the team at the positions. And so notice what they don't change. They do not change how they draft, bro. They draft offensive linemen and defensive linemen. They draft in the trenches. They, they keep they that, right? And then they, they supplement. with. They find these pieces that they feel they can develop underneath guys they already have. Is Brandon Ayuk the only first-round pick the 49ers, this, this regime that, has made? That's that not they traded up to get? Yes. That's not a lineman? Yes. Yes. He's their first and only. Ah, no, no, no. Ruben Foster. Technically, he was pick 31. He was all the way at the He bottom. was all the way at the end. All right, all right, all right. Solomon Thomas was the guy. Yeah. But they still drafted. A linebacker, to me, is still like an essential piece of that defense. Like, they, they were yeah, trying yeah. to. They knew they were moving on from Navarro Bowman. Yeah. And, and they needed to bring him in to play with. Fred Warner. So that, that that was a smart move. It was an aggressive move. It just didn't pan out because he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And so at the end of the day, Kyle Shanahan went up and got him a guy. They, they're really cool with Herman Edwards. I'm surprised that they don't draft more players from Arizona. I'm wait, sure that... Wait, wait. Is his name actually Herman? Oh, it's not? I, I've only ever said Herm. And you could be 100% oh, right. No, it could be Herm Edwards. I'm sorry. <laughs> But nah, yeah. but what the fuck is a Herm? Hold now, nah, I gotta go to Google. I gotta look I gotta it up, bro. I'm gonna Google it. His name is Herman Edwards, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Why the fuck they call it? Herm? What's up, Herm? I mean, Perm. That sounds, Herm. Disrespectful. 
Yo, I never even thought about his name being Herman before, bro. Bro, Mike, what is wrong with you, man? Nah, maybe I don't need another drink. I'm cool. I'm no, cool. dude, you're supposed to be drinking water. It's too late. But uh, seriously, okay. um, you got to think about like how they do this, man. They, I think they kind of got this drafted that And so what they've been doing is drafting players like that they can develop two or three years from now. And so, you know, you know, Peachy and I was talking about earlier, like, look at the coaching staff. Like, the coaching staff is totally different, yo. They got a whole new regime. They got guys that they feel that are going to be equipped for these players. Granted, they had to lose some guys to, to head coaching jobs, but they're figuring out. The 49ers do not panic. That's the one thing I could say. No matter how bad it looks, no matter how turmoil it looks, they won't panic. And then they find a way to, to be at that finish line at the end, yo. They might not win the race, but they get to the finish line. You know, they might finish second, third, or fourth, but they get to the finish line. Mike, we had contributions, and I don't – I hope you didn't let them go. No, I got them. You started? Uh, I, was, I was starring some of them. You All right, because I started one. one. I clicked it. Yeah. Okay. So um, – and the other one, boom, is in there now too. Okay. Uh, so let's get, let's get to the contributions, and I want you to break down the stats afterwards. All right, so after Sean, we got this one here. Um, to Sean Page, thank you. He says uh, – what up, Niner gang? Whenever you see a player injury braces, wait, whenever, whenever you see a player in injury braces, just add in the word in. You more likely will need surgery. I saw. Oh, okay. In an injury break. Like, uh, yeah. all right. So you remember uh, he's talking, he's saying this about Aziz. How we were saying we were surprised by the work he needed. He yes. Had the, he had the brace on his arm. So more than likely, you need some corrective surgery. That's why you're wearing the brace in the first place. Understood. I, Understood. I, I, I completely understand what he's saying. Okay. Oh, and so, I, I, Jashan, I don't. We we weren't saying that. We just didn't. He went zero dark thirty. He went silent. Hey, he went ghost recon. Like at the end of the season, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, he don't even really post on his social media. <laughs> like he's not even posting. So you're right. But we, I wasn't paying attention to that for some strange reason. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it is what it is, man. But thank you for the super chat. We do appreciate it here. 100%. Um, 49ers throwback says Trey Lance said he doesn't give a fuck what the media says. It's like fans ride or support him or not. That's what he said. Knowing Kyle looks so mad and spicy. I'm gonna say spicy. He says spicy, but I'm gonna say spicy. And I do, I do think Kyle threw the most shade tonight. I really, really do. Yeah, but uh, shade and spice is two different things. So, like, shade is shade is uh what's the word? Are oh they not God. synonyms? No, they're not. Because shade, shade is the type of person I am. Uh, it's that it's that real slick talk back shit. Like it's it's like uh, like it's my my mama. That's who it is. My mama was the queen of that stuff, yo. Like and so I realized that I'm the, condescending. That's the word. That's Kyle Shanahan. When that's shade. That's that's shade. Spice in the uh, chat. Like where where you where'd you pull the word from? Which word? You got it. You said condescending. Like you read it somewhere. No, I just I just downloaded it in my head. <laughs> but oh, okay. but yeah, spicy really. is a little different. Spicy, uh, it's like swag. It's more challenging. It's yeah, more challenging. Yeah, yeah, and then you put yeah, yeah. I'm with you, bro. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. So the uh, the offensive line. Here here was my other takeaway from the offensive line, though. Really quick. So I was happy to see Jalen Moore 
getting the first team reps at guard. This is where he's, he was, it's what he was drafted to be. That's what he was drafted for. But second team reps, they moved him back to tackle. Yeah, well, I mean, he ha- he's, he's versatile. So he's going to get reps at both. We had him play tackle. We want to see where he is at guard. And don't think that these positions, so what I do want to explain to you is that don't think that the positions are going to be solidified in OTAs. You're going to see guys rotate in and out, first team, second team. You're going to see even some of the rookies. Like, I like the second team. I like Spencer Burford out there at the right uh, guard position um, on the second team. That's why they moved Jalen Moore into tackle because Spencer Burford, the the, the rookie, was right guard. And Nick, uh, Nick Zakil was your left guard, right? And so – and then, and then the center was what Keaton Sutherland, Keaton like Sutherland, yeah, yeah, like Poe at left guard for the third team, and they put Donovan West at, uh, at center at, for the third team. Yeah, yeah. And Burford was the other guard. So right. all three of our rookies this year played on the same line. Played on the same line. They're building continuity, man. Yeah, they they, they level leveled wise. Right. You ain't right. trying to get nobody hurt out there in no OTAs. So you know, you you get with a vet, they go. Their hundred percent is different from your hundred percent, and the next thing you know, you hit because you just y'all just on different levels, different weight right. regiments, and everything. All right, so talk to me about how Trey Lance did today. You said you got the stats and everything. I did not read anybody's articles on the OTA write ups or anything, and normally I do that. Uh, but today was a very strange day for me. So uh, let, let's get the breakdown here of how Trey Lance performed on his first OTA. Okay, open to the press with him as the official starter. For the 49ers. And yes, that is official, by the way. It's official. Um, yeah, like, all right. So, first of all, if you watched anything, he looked good. Um, I know some people saying there was slight changes in his throwing mechanics and his mechanics and things like that. His motion was slightly different, which which you know, some people saying that it's not. Um, but he looked he looked definitely poised out there. Um, and we'll talk about I think we'll probably end the show on his presser because I thought he said some stuff that you want brought. to have Lance's presser? Yeah. All right. Because he, he brought stuff back to, like, full circle that we might just not have thought of. You know what I'm saying? So it was good to hear him talk. But anyway, uh, dude, dude went uh, – it was helmetless, so they didn't have helmets on in the 11-11s. All right? But in that 90-minute session, he finished 15 for 17. So he missed two passes. Uh, and the seven on seven workouts for those who are keeping up a spreadsheet. So he 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 fifteen for seventeen is not bad. Now twelve out of those fifteen passes was probably like checkdowns, tight ends, running backs, things like that. So oh, okay. so how you choose to measure that? That's up to you. I have my opinion on that. I actually am glad he's working on the checkdowns for the simple fact that I've been asked like every time we watch a game together. What do I always say? Why can't we do what the other teams are doing to us? Why can't there be oh. a check down guy that's there that the quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, can just check it down to, right? And he it was, was because the other complaint was, mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off, I'm going to let you finish. Why can't we have Trey do what we see Jimmy doing? Right. That was the other major complaint All every time we saw Trey Lance out there. Exactly. And – Jimmy struggled in check down throws. Do we not forget throwing to the sideline? That's check down. Like getting it, getting it there, getting it to the tight end. Check downs are there for you to get first downs when you're when you everybody else is downfield doing whatever, covered up. Or whatever. Easy yardage. Easy yardage. Yes, right. 
And so he's hitting running backs. Elijah Mitchell, uh, Michael Hasty had a catch. Like these guys are getting hit for targets. And so I'm like, yes, get these running backs, get them some check down throws. They got to work on their hands. They got to make sure they can make people miss. I think that's a good thing that he's, he's ironing out because the one thing we keep saying that Trey Lance doesn't have, bro, is touch. He doesn't have the finesse on his passing. And so, I mean, you can't dart a check down. Like, that's, that's not what you do. I mean, you don't float it either. You got to have the perfect touch. Yeah, you, you got to get enough zip where it gets there without being tipped or deflected. And you also got to, like, you know, have enough touch on it where you don't, you know, make the receiver or running back drop it or tight end, whoever you're throwing to. Correct. Yeah. So, are you are you watching the game by any chance? No. Are they kicking their tails? Dallas went on a crazy rally. They got a crazy lead, but apparently there's leaks in the roof. <laughs> they haven't started the second half yet because they're trying to like patch a hole. Is anybody else there in the chat watching this? Is- That's crazy, man. Now watch Golden State come back and win by thirty. Is this is this gold? All right, is this Golden State's forty uh, nine er Super Bowl? Okay, where, I knew you was out? going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because Golden State, uh, they they rallied back, they made it close, but then, boom, Dallas just took off on them going into the halftime. But now I see them like fixing holes in the ceiling. This is crazy. Yeah, All right, it's gonna be a delay, and this is gonna let them legs get t- get rested. And you, you the shooters need their legs. That's all I'm gonna say. Did Lance have any interceptions today? No. Did he throw any touchdowns? Uh, as far as touchdowns, I don't know. I don't have that stat. So I just know he was 15 for 17. Yeah. We don't know. Most of them were short. Most of them um, were short, and the most of them were to, were to tight ends. Hmm. That's a good, that my point exactly. Yeah. I, I know you. I, that's why I like you, bro, because I know what you're thinking. We're talking about something we don't. So Ross Dwelly caught some passes, and you heard George Kittle say this too, mm. and you heard Kyle Shanahan say that too. Mm. They asked him about Ross Dwelly. He was like, Ross is Ross. He catches just about everything. Getting better every year, and he's a better version of himself this year than he was last year. Yeah. Yes, sir. I heard you, George. He also said that's a crowded tight end room, right? He said it's, <laughs> he said it's competition like a mug, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. He yes, talked about did. the room being crowded, bro. Yes, they got seven did. tight ends in there, bro. Bro. Seven. I've never right when have we ever brought in seven tight ends, bro? Seven? Yeah, nah, this is wild. It's wild. And by the way, that's after they release one. They let one go. Not this last oh, they let the rookie. They, they let the undrafted that. guy. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett, uh, Garrett Walton, I think was his name. Don't get me lying. Walton. Oh. Oh, so yeah, the kid right. from North Carolina. All right. So were there any other major takeaways that I missed online today from the OTA session, not the pressers, because we got the pressers separate. Nah, I mean OTAs. I mean, I think you were out there. You you really wanted to see Trey Lance arm fitness. All right, cool. And his I arm think that's what it was all about. I, I saw that was your mission today. I that saw was my that mission, was bro. I I wanted to see his arm fitness, bro. Talk your shit, baby. He went fifteen for seventeen. Hey, like, the track some arm fucking ducks, bro. Yo, nobody want to talk about it. And I said this last year, and they were like, "Oh, Mike, you're being too hard." No, no, I know what I saw. No, he does. I know what I saw. He throws the most wobbly balls. Pause. Some of his passes just don't have the spiral, but they still get there. They do, but – all right, so before – all right, I I worked with a quarterback coach for literally 
two days. That's what I wanted to end with. Thank you for reminding me. Right. All right. Cool. So I worked with a quarterback coach for literally two days. And this guy was a coach for the Giants. He was a quarterback coach for the Giants years ago. Right. So this is one of my dad's friends. He plays golf with us. I don't even know how he meets people. Like apparently golf clubs are the thing like that's the thing, bro. I'm trying to get in deals in the world go down on golf courses. I had no idea. I got to club. Well, it's because they're private clubs and you got to be a member to get in. Yo. And so they feel protected. They feel safe. You could yeah. talk about people. Mama's there. Like everything goes down at the <laughs> 40 throw. I got receipts. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, but, but, so my dad's golf buddy ended up being a former, a former quarterbacks coach for the Giants, right? And I was out at a at a barbecue at my pop's house, and I was throwing the ball probably like 50 yards. Boom, just throwing them, throwing them. He was like, you know, Mike, <clears throat> you're throwing all arm. He said, I can show you two things really quick that'll change your whole throwing motion. He said, and if you do it the right way, he was like, the same amount of strength, you'll throw the ball 12 yards more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm throwing pretty far out there. Bro, he taught me how to do this thing with my shoulder and transfer the weight from my hips. It Like, I was throwing before like this. And then he showed me how to do, like, this, this turning thing. Mm-hmm. Bro, the, the ball, was, the spiral was so tight on the throw, mm-hmm. it looked like the ball was just moving, like, in place. It didn't look like it was spinning at all that's how much it, it kept its form and it just it it like cuts through the air when it does that it was it was wild to me man and so why can't they fix this with this kid or should i not care it's it's weird right because are you saying that the better the better the spiral the further the throw like like what are you saying because his balls pause his pat his throws get to where they got to go wobbly or not and their catchable ball his receivers somehow catches passes so should you worry about it yeah if that's gonna help improve him and i think he will improve in that i think that's why he has a quarterback's coach right they're gonna work on some of those mechanics like those little finite things i think right now it's all about him reading progressions and getting through his progressions (laughs) yeah i I would much rather him get the playbook you get what i'm saying like yeah like let's let's let him do that and then focus on the touch a little bit later, like because it, it, that's an easy fix, right? I mean, I th- I would think you fixed it easily, and you're not even a quarterback. Yeah. So yeah. I, w- I would th- I would think that's an easy fix. Now I wanted to talk about this before we jump off here, and I know you got a contribution, so why don't you go ahead and read that, um, and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll we'll, we'll end the show on this I on Trey Lance. So this one will be for you. Okay. Uh, I was Trey's arm fitness and as the official scout of. Arm fitness. fitness. Lance. Yes. I'm giving it back to my man, Breezy. All right, man. Teradome, thank you for the contribution. Listen, man, uh, just watching him warm up with the towel looked pretty good. Looked like he was, you know, just going through his motions, his mechanics. It was it was good. And then you watched him warm up and throw in his passes, and he had zip. And then you watched him in his uh in his sessions. And so his arm fitness looks good to me, bro. I I he didn't look fatigued. I think that's what arm fitness stands for somehow. Uh, it didn't look fatigued at all. Um, but yeah, like he looked really good out there. And again, his stats, he went 15 for 17. And if you want to sit there and be like, oh man, but those are check downs. I tell you what, check down throws, probably some of the hardest throws. Think about the pressure that's coming at your face when you try and throw that check down too. And so I actually like the fact that they were working on it. And I like to see that they got the Titans involved as well as the running back. So that might be something that they were actually working on. Also, 
Also, Trey Lance. Did you know? I did not know this. Did you know that Trey Lance never, ever ran the two-minute drill until he got to the 49ers? I did know that, actually. I, and I that, heard that last year. Yeah, and that right there, this is <laughs> there. That's what they're working on. And and you and and I can tell you right here. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, I was gonna say we're not gonna see fatigue in that arm after 17 throws. No. So when they when come, so when he does 17 today and he does 23 tomorrow, and then they have the day off. Correct. He comes back with another 30. So now in one football week, he will have had more passes than he'll have had in the game. You want to see how he's going to be after that. You get what I'm saying? No, that and I do. And let's 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 break down the fatigue. So, because I think the person that wrote this got it wrong. So Trey Lance came out and explained his injury, and I thought that was kind of dope because I'm just thinking he hurt his finger. You know what I mean? Like hurt his finger. Nah, the dude finger was literally like, you know how um, it was bent. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking like. Oh snap! Like he got a bent finger, so and, and then thin it's on his throwing hand. So every time he tries was it, to, was it bent or was it he couldn't straighten it? No, nah, it was bent. It, it, he said he said that his finger was bent, and until he could unbent, every time he tried to release the ball, he had to re- he had to gr- release it with a different finger because that natural yeah. finger, which is probably his index finger, is probably the finger that he needed to help guide that pass. What could it supposed to be the last finger that comes off the ball when you throw a pass? So it's not. It's his middle finger or it's his ring finger. You get what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different finger. And so for him to come out and explain that a little bit more in detail, because we didn't know how severe the injury was. We just – and we didn't know that he hurt his finger to what? Week mid-season? This happened in the preseason, bro. The preseason, yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> And so you go a week, you go a week whenever he played the Cardinals, week six, whatever that week was. And then in week uh, 17, when he plays the Texans, it's like night and day. Like, I'm not saying he was lights out accurate, but he was way more accurate uh, in that Houston game than he was in the Arizona game. And that could be partially due to the finger. Well, guess what? The finger is healed now. Like the finger has had time. The inflammation is gone. The finger is straight. He's able to grip the pass. It's a little different. So I'm excited to see what Trey Lance is going to do now without that finger. And and so that's something. And and my only question about that is Jimmy gets a pass for a bum shoulder, broken thumb and all that stuff. But Trey Lance gets ridiculed for having a busted finger. I don't. Did he get ridiculed? They talked about how the, the dude he's been getting tore up all off season, bro. You get, he's getting arm fatigued, fit fitness comments, and like well, this is why I knew that that post was BS. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo potentially the week one starter because the 49ers are unhappy with Trey Lance's throwing motion and development and his arm fatigue or arm fitness. I'm sorry, and I'm sitting here like, let's just say what you think you're saying is true. Jimmy don't have an arm. Jimmy's not allowed to even throw. So what you're saying is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing if there was another healthy quarterback on the roster that you named in your statement. You named Jimmy as the potential week one starter because of Trey Lance's arm currently. Jimmy don't currently have an arm. So your story was invalidated from the moment you hit send, in my opinion. That's why I thought it was BS. But I I get what you're saying. Like, that's what they use to try to – put a, you know, try to stab him with, you know what I mean? Like that was their jab that they threw at him. Like, oh, his arm, his arm. 
he hasn't thrown in how long? He hasn't had any significant throwing time. But then if he didn't, but if he didn't have that, how can his arm be fitnessed? Bro, Dallas is up 22 right now, bro. Okay, so Dallas ain't go, they they going out with a bang. They going out with a bang. Uh there was uh I don't know if there was a report about um the injury to Kyle Juszczyk. I don't have him being injured in OTAs. Um, I just have him being a veteran. There was no injury. Uh, Kyle said that he was there yesterday. Yeah. But, uh, he said that uh, he was there yesterday, but he had a family issue that caused him to not be there today. Got you. And, and Kyle Am- did expect him back soon. And then Ambry Thomas was sick. So when you when you want to when you want to know what happened, like because because Darko's Denard was the nickelback today. He was the starting nickelback when in the first team defense, and who, then who he, were the starting corners? Do you have that? Yeah, it was mostly in uh, Ward, and then your starting safeties were Hufanga and Ward, and then your nickelback was Daquez Denard. Is Moore healthy? Moore Moore was on team two, so yes, he's healthy. You think he? You think? Listen, I'll be honest with you. His job is gone. You talking about the safety more? Yeah. I think he's better than Hufunga. I don't think he's better than Hufunga. Oh, wow. I adamantly disagree with you. And I adamantly disagree with you. Hufunga is a football player. And Tavares. No, he's not. Tavares Tavares more is speed, man. Uh, The difference, there's a difference between a guy that has a knack for football and a guy that's just good and fast. And I think you're confusing him with Harris. I'm definitely not confusing him with Harris. Harris wasn't that fast. Harris was a hitter. Harris Harris was a person that gambled on take making that kind of like that big hit and then missing tackles. Tavares Moore was really good at one position. And that was when the 49ers had the lineup in that dime. It was like a dime three, three, five, or some crazy formation. And he would play the deep safety back there. You play that deep guy, and you can kind of move up um. Um, Ward and uh, what's the other guy? Tart. So they would be, they would kind of move up, and he would play single high. So when they threw the ball, he was back there, and he would he would get an interception like that. That's what he was good at. I don't think you see that because I don't think you see a lot of four wide receiver sets. Ward was so good. I mean, more, 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 more was so good that Tart almost didn't have a job if it weren't for that injury. Nah. Are you? Oh. Nah. Oh, I love it. This nah. is going to be fun to watch during preseason. Nah. Now we're talking, baby. I think Talanoa Hufanga's football IQ is superior over more. You, I you think more is just a, Troy, a better athlete. You see what a Troy Palomalu sign-off can do for a, for a player? Y'all haven't seen Talanoa Hufanga do anything good at all. That's Nobody. not true. He's just, that's not true. He He's, he's typically... Number one, he's interchangeable. So the, I think the one thing they love about him is he could play strong and he could play free, right? Number two, he just he's just always around the ball. He's not making the play on the ball. Like, he's not getting an interception. He's been in a couple of bad situ- bad spots to where he could have had interceptions or he makes the tip and makes his other person miss the interception. But he's just around the ball. When I say he has a knack for the football, bro, that's kind of what Troy Palomalo was. I think you just kind of let this kid just kind of line up and play football. Let him play off of his instinct and see what happens. He's going to be a gambler. And I think for the 49ers, because they're going to be deep, I think you can let him do that. I think you can let him roam around, be that hybrid safety linebacker, like kind of like Troy Palomalu was, right? That's what the 49ers were trying to create with Marcel Harris, and that shit did not work. Okay. He's not even with the team anymore. I can't. All right. 
No, I'm. It's gonna be fun to watch, like you said. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I was gonna say this is gonna be fun to watch in preseason. Because after every game, I want you to join me. Oh, you got your own overreaction shows to do. God, yeah, we gotta figure that out this year, bro. We gotta figure. I'm calling you out. I'm letting you know. Forget everything, bro. Write the damn receipts down. I guarantee you, to to, uh, talent who fuck will be the starting safety. You guarantee me. I can guarantee. You gonna guarantee me Tavarius more? Yep. Now I wasn't going to. Not, we didn't bet push up. You can't call me out on my show and, and act like I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. You you want to do it? You want now? You you want to do it? Uh, a jersey. So like, if my guy starts, you get me the jersey. If your guy starts, I get you the jersey. Only you're going to wear it for one year, but <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I will wear the Hufunga jersey if you win. If no, you. I, w- I will get you your more jersey. Oh, so if I'm right, I get more. Yeah. Oh man, I don't want no more jersey though. Ah, you now you don't want no more. I don't, now you don't want no more. Because you know more ain't gonna be here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's part of, that's part of it. But my thing is now, like I haven't, I haven't purchased a player jersey in a long time. No, I know. I'm over it. But I'll do it for the bet. I'll do it for the bet. Or or and, we can or we can donate it. We can donate it. I was about to say, and oh, they said O'Neal starting the safety. I liked it. I like. I like it. I it's like spicy it. out here in this joint, guys. It's spicy yeah. in this chat. Yo, I just pulled my phone out for something, and now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Taryn is saying George Odom is going to start. Did, I don't even know if George Odom got reps today. It's crazy. George Odom is not going to start, guys. I think he's the special teams guy. He's I think he's two years old, and he's a special teamer. He is not starting. I promise you, not starting. Yeah. I tell you what, if he does start, we in trouble. That means we lost three other safeties in front of him. He he is behind. Listen to me. He's behind Moore. He's behind Hufunga. And yeah. He's even behind O'Neal right yeah. now. Yeah, O'Neal's stock is raised. Right. I think O'Neal is one of the undrafted guys that makes this fifty-three. That's some scary. Sh- that's that's crazy. Come on now, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, he right. might be the only undrafted guy that makes the fifty-three. Were there? Were there any other standouts? Not a, nah, nah. nah. I think one of those centers make. No, I don't think Donovan West makes the fifty-three, bro. Not if he on that third string. Mm-mm. He was on third string today, though. He was on third string today. I said he was only on third string today, which means he'll be on fourth string if Alex Mack come back. Such thing as fourth string. And My point exactly that he'll be on no string. He'll be on G string. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Wayne. I see you. All right, let's go ahead and get to these pressers, man. Let's 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 get to these pressers here because this is where now listen. Let me read these let me read these super chats first. I'm sorry. Let me let me chill out. All right. So we, we read this one about the arm fitness here. Uh here's the other one here. All right. I'm late, but I'm wondering why Ken Law would do that to Grant Cohn. You don't have to like him, but that was very immature of him. Grant is the QC number one. It means quality control coach number one. Now, there is a big, big part of me that wants to say Grant deserved it. But the truth is, he didn't. No one does. No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, There's a big part of me that wants to say, well, Grant talked shit about him. He had what was coming to him. But you don't deserve a mat. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, if a big dude walked up on me like that, Aggressive, I, I'm probably gonna get my ass whooped, but we fighting. Like that's what, that's what I'm saying. The approach is aggressive enough for me to feel defensive and attack. Yeah, but how did Grant get away from this? 
and then live to talk about. Like, 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 how I don't even know if Grant's telling us the full truth, bro. I don't know. All we know is his side of it. For all we know, this didn't happen. You, know, you get what I'm saying? Like, this could all be 100% fabricated and nobody else knows. But, nobody, but Ken Law. You, let me ask you this question. Grant said that this happened twice today, right? Right. No one else tweeted about it. And you know these beat writers all share the same story. That's what I'm saying. No so no, so no beat writer. Either they all hate Grant Cohn or he lying. Because no one came to his defense. No one. Not a single person. And he even said that his hat flew off and hit someone for who works for like Sports Illustrated or the National Enquirer or some shit. He, he named somebody. He dropped the name and said that this person worked for this publication and his hat, that's who he hit. But so like, let's reach out to that person so we can check the sources. Nah, because I don't, I don't care that much. I, I hear you though. Like that would be the, that would be the thing to do. But I personally don't care that much. My thing is like, it's just odd to me that something like this happened on an open field and nobody else said anything about it. Yeah. So I'm saying, uh, but no, nobody deserves to have their to be approached that way, to have their hat slapped off of their head, and then for them to be threatened. Through song lyrics later on. You See, I, like, I, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I definitely agree over, with that. Over words and critiques of your game based off of what they see on film and what they hear about your medical records. Like, Grant didn't go out, all right, so to project the guy as a bust, yeah. fine. That's a right. projection. But it's based off of your medical history and your medical reports, right? You have those needs, not Grant, right? Right. This isn't a personal attack. This is an attack on your knees. You just happen to be the person with those bad knees. Like I don't know you as no, a Mike, man. That's that's not that's not fair, Mike. No, it is. I'm, no, that's not fair. Let me defend myself. Right, you and me could be boys, right? But you could tell me, hey, Mike, man, I got a really really bad back injury. I could tell you, hey, bro, I'm not picking you in this pickup basketball game because I know your back. You can't jump. That's no. That's not an indictment on you. Wayne Breezy as a man, as my boy. Yeah, that that's totally that's different than the situation, though, bro. That's something different. You ain't sit there, you ain't come out your mouth and say, "Yo, Breezy, a bust, yo." Like Breezy, Breezy ain't never gonna make it, bro. Breezy ain't never gonna get a chance to play it down in this game, bro. That's not what you're saying. That's what that's what Grant is saying about this guy. The indictment on on Ken Law's career is based off of his injury history. But we, right, but it's not about him as a man. So if you tell me you got a bad back. I'm not taking you in the pickup game. And that, like I said, that's all fair and love and war and basketball. Like, that's that's your prerogative, bro. What I'm trying to say is it's not what you say sometimes. It's how you say it. That is true. And I so it's the how you say stuff which causes the emotions to, to, to flare up. And I can't tell you what Kim Law was going through today. I don't know what he's emotionally checked in. And he saw Grant for the first time in person and just had to make it known. Hey, I'm here, bitch. Like, that's what that was. I'm just saying, yo, like, do I condone the behavior? Absolutely not. No, 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 Mr. But it it happens. It, it happens, man. It, it, it happens. Grant just happened to get his car checked. Bro, they about to go up 30 on these boys. Yeah, Dallas is winning tonight. I didn't see them winning tonight, but they winning tonight. There's no way yeah. they win four games in a row, though. No, nah, not at all. But you're absolutely right, though, man. Like, Grant just had his card pulled, and, you know, you got to deal with that. 
you know? It's just a man card, right? That's like, yeah. you know how all these fake-ass Twitter thugs be talking shit on Twitter, and then when you finally approach them, they ain't got, they're either not going to show up or they ain't got nothing to say? That's kind of like, kind of like what Javon Kinlaw did. He just did it in his own way. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, guys do things in their own ways. I, I don't I don't agree with everything that everybody does, but that's kind of like what it was. And there's no disrespect to Grant. You know what I'm saying? Like, just got to be careful what you say about people because you never know when it's going to come back to you. Like, like exactly. You got, it may never you come to you. You're responsible for the words that come out of your mouth. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And, and you got to deal with the actions when they happen. So either be ready to scrap or run, fight or flight. I think that's kind of what it is, you know? Uh, I want to give a special shout-out before we move on to these pressers here to uh, my guy Troy, Troy Pac on Twitter. Yeah. R-O-Y-P-A-C on Twitter. Um, he did something very kind today. Uh, I'm not going to put all of his business out there, but uh, he hit me up, and uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I just want to say shout-out to Troy Pac on Twitter. And uh, are we ready to do this, man? Can we get to these pressers, bro? Yeah, because I'm tired of sh- stuff. Well, not only that, but I – these drinks are kicking in, and uh, no, I'm literally tired. I'm gonna get Wait. foul. I'm gonna get foul. I'm telling you now. So okay, let's start with uh, let's start with Kyle Shanahan because I said that he was King Spice today. You, you did. Said, he was said, Old Spice. But um, Kyle Shanahan. Oh yeah, presser takeaways. Kyle Shanahan had a long, long presser. Um, what was your biggest takeaway, if anything at all? What do you like? What would you like to highlight from the Kyle Shanahan presser? I, in my opinion, it was it was not much to highlight. I mean, other than the fact that he's trying to trade Jimmy Garoppolo and nobody want him. <laughs> like, I, I, I think that was it for me. Like, at least I get that he's moved on. I get that Trey Lance is the guy, and I get that they're trying to trade Jimmy. That's it. That At least that's consistent. My man said straight up for the first time in a long time. I, I don't know if he slipped, Mike, but he definitely said it straight up. I tell you, if, 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 if he slipped, he ain't stutter. <laughs> that's a crazy ass slip for him to not stutter he ain't try to walk that shit back either he said i would expect him to be traded at some point and if not then no you know we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. jimmy is not in the plans bro no and kittle, he hasn't been that kittle co-signed it kittle well kittle co-signed it because his coach said it so i think kittle's been wanting to co-sign it for a long time mm-hmm. and that's why jimmy not calling him back but my other takeaway from the Kyle thing was something here that I said I wasn't going to talk about anymore because I said I was done discussing this player. You know? Yeah, I'm going to play it here really quick. Let's let's take a look at this. Uh, let me get the uh, let's take this off and uh, let's play this here. Here it is. Uh, Trent, I expect to be here towards the end. We'll see. I know I'll at least be here from what he says when it's mandatory. And same with Bosa, and I'm expecting Debo also. He didn't say Debo would be back, but he said I'm expecting. Um, Mike, what did we talk about this morning? For the mandatory part. What did we talk about this morning, Mike? How the 49ers use words. I'm expecting. So so I think Debo will be back. I know Debo will be back. Because once Kyle sinks his teeth into Debo Samuel with that, you know, that, what's the word? Kyle just has his way and getting his way. I don't think Kyle's tried yet. I think he's still trying to. It's the same shit he had to do to sign Trent Williams. That's what I'm trying to say. He thought John could handle it. John couldn't handle it. Kyle had to call Trent. It's like, listen, big fella. What the fuck? What happened? 
I just see comments and like, one, when are we, what, what trash do I talk about, Grant? And two, how are we boys? I said no one deserves to be approached that way and have a hat slap. Yeah, off. you said it, it, we both said it was wrong. We're just saying that we can't, you can't get mad at somebody from doing, handling shit the way they handle stuff. Like, I, I think that. Like, Y'all never heard me say anything other than I respect Grant. I said, I don't like his method. I wouldn't do that, but I respect what he's doing. I said, and I always compliment his intelligence and how calculated he is. I even said that tonight. Yeah. I don't mean that, like, we, like I've, I've met Grant a couple of times. I text him a couple of times, but. He's been on the show. Yeah, he's been on the show. I, you know, like, that. that's not. I don't, don't 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 do that, bro. Don't put no, words I, I, And so, like, I get why people saying that they expect better from for Ken Law, but right, we don't know if Ken Law did this. We just know this is what Grant said, and I don't care what anybody says. What they think they they saw, like, I, I want to hear the other side. Like, I just want to hear if Ken Law said he did it, then we could be like, oh shit, like, damn, you that was kind of fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it is what it is, yo. But uh, like, back, to, yeah. back to Kyle though. So so. Um, yeah, so Kyle, Kyle Debo said, said Debo, Debo, yeah, and he said he expects Debo back. I'll tell you what, I got a feel though, watching that, and he didn't speak on Debo a lot at all. I don't know that Debo gets an extension. Is that crazy of me? No, um, and I want Debo to get an extension, so let me say that before we go any further. Well, so it's not, it's not crazy of you. And the reason why Kyle expects him to be back is because if Debo doesn't show up, he's going to start losing money. So, yeah, I expect him to be back by mandatory. So I know where you're going with this. Okay. When will he get extended? Probably before the season starts. Right before the season starts. Like like literally. And so this is good for both sides, honestly. Debo needs to be in the building. Um, He needs to be out there with his team. And I think he's going to do that because it's mandatory. Debo is only making $4 million. So you start subtracting $600,000 a day, whatever that fit fine is. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be back. And so that's why you got to expect him to be back. Now, Mike brought up a really good point. Do you expect him to have a deal when he comes back? Absolutely not. Like none of the players had their deals before August. <laughs> so, so, so we got some time. Um, but like I said, him being back might be what he needs. He might need to see the brotherhood. He might need to be around, you know, the guys, Warner, um, you know, Ayuk. You could tell Ayuk misses him. Like, Ayuk, like you could he said that. Yeah, damn. Like, and you could no, tell, like, you heard it in his talk. Like, you heard it in his tone. You know, even Trey. Trey said, look, man, like, I know Debo's not here, but I can't wait till he's back. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they miss Debo, and I think he knows that. Um, but they also understand that it's a business, right? They understand that part. And no one is in Debo's situation other than Nick Bosa, and he's set. Dude got his freaking fifth-year guaranteed already, right? And so he's set. Um, but I did like what Kyle said about Debo, even though it wasn't nothing. It wasn't, it wasn't major. He said the right thing. He said the politically correct thing. I expect him to be back, bro by mandatory camp because we all know that's when the clock, that's when the money starts deducting from his paycheck. Bingo. Bingo. Bingo, bango, bongo. Boom. All right. Uh, all right. Who you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about? I feel Kittle? like we talked about everybody except for Kittle. You want to talk about Kittle? You want to talk about Ward? Or you want to talk about Ayuk? I mean, Ayuk was 30 seconds long. 
we felt like we talked about IU. We got the major part about IU out. And that was the part about um what was the what did we talk about with Ayuk? Uh we were talking about how they backed him into a corner. Yeah, the corner. That that was his major part of the presser. Yeah. yeah. But uh I will say this. So last year we saw uh and we heard the reports of Ayuk being in the doghouse and all that. And we kind of we speculated all season was it real, was it not real? We looked at the Good stats, point. his numbers were kind of there early on, even though we felt like they weren't. And uh, you know, it, it looked Watching the game live, it looked worse than what it was statistically. He was still getting five or six catches a game. He was still doing his thing and all. Uh, and we wanted to know. And he had the best hands on the team, too. Absolutely. And ran the best routes. Uh, but we wanted to know if he was actually in a doghouse. We couldn't figure it out. We felt that he came on at the end of the season. Uh, you heard Kyle say, you know, last year he wouldn't have got playing time if we were healthy. You know, so we didn't know how to feel about Brandon Ayuk. Um, Brandon Ayuk, in my opinion, let the cat out of the bag in his presser. He kind of gave us a peek behind the curtain as to what was really going on his first and second year with the 49ers. I'm going to play this clip here because I think this was the most important part of his presser. All right. It's about a minute long. It's 51 seconds. So you got some time here. You ready? Here we go. You mentioned talking to the young guys about things that, that you had gone through What? When you look back last year, what, what's something that you can pull from from your experience that you can offer to the young guys in, in terms of advice? Um, just like as a young guy, you come in, you want to be confident. You, you feel like pretty much everybody's been the guy where they come from. So there hasn't been a lot of not, there's not a lot of times where you have to take things or change things up or do something differently. Um, so you kind of feel like things that have worked for you in the past are going to continue to work for you. So it's kind of hard to get out of that. Um, and just really fully take in coaching when you've done certain things a certain way. So it's pretty much stuff like that. Um, just being able to really being coachable, just understanding coaching and just understanding that people that are telling you stuff have been in this a long time. They've seen it a lot. They've developed receivers or even other positions. So just being coachable. Yeah, that and and that's a really good take, bro. That like oh you know what I tweeted earlier. I'm glad you brought played that clip. I said, wow, like Brandon Ayuk is a freaking veteran. The growth, the maturity. You the see what I'm saying? Yes. So that yes. comes with the word veteran, if y'all didn't know that. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I said, wow, like he wants to help develop the younger guys. Yeah, that's a good, good. That was a good take. I totally forgot about that because I was, I, I was so stuck on the fact that they were trying to put that man in a, in a, in a, in a corner. Mm -hmm. Let's do Kittle, I, man. What do you have from Kittle? I'm curious. I, yeah, I got I got Kittle right here. I just want to say really quick on on Ayuk, right? Um, he 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 laid it all out there. You know, I was the man in high school. I was yep. a man in college. college. I was a first round pick where they traded up for me. Like I was the man when I came to the Niners, and it was like, hey, but you still got to be coachable. Yes, you might have been the man everywhere you went, but these other guys have been doing this. At this level, way longer than you have, you got to be able to listen. And not only listen, apply it. And that's what his problem was. And we we speculated on it, and we all hit the nail on the head at, at some point. We we were all able to connect the dots, but it's him passing that message on to the youth. I think that's what's going to be important, and that's going to bear the major fruit later on for this franchise. I and like that's that. Gonna take his, it's going to take his gameplay to a whole nother level. And that's why I think he's wide receiver one this year. But yes, you are absolutely right.
absolutely right. All right, so Still that was receiver too. But all right. Ooh, let's go. I like it. I like it. All right, so you said you want to do Kittle next, right? Yeah, because I, I'm interested to see which clip you're playing from Kittle. Uh, all right, so Kittle didn't say too much that surprised me tonight. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, because um, you don't like listening to him anyway. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, I, and I, I do enjoy Kittle's message. Remember how you said earlier, it's not what you say, it's how you say how it. How you say it. Mm-hmm. It's the antics at the podium that get to me. And I think what I have to do is just flip a switch that say, hey, this is a personality. This is a performance. Just put your damn like, wrestling hat on, bro. That's the yes. Yes, and he that yo, that's a great point. He's a wrestling fan. It's all performative. It's that's it. Every time he gets in front of a camera, that comes on. Think about it. All right, and then the last thing I'm gonna say before I hit this play button is uh I just didn't like how much he was sniffing at the podium. Oh, I don't so, know. So you you trying to say he on cocaine? I all right, here we go. This is what this is what the this was the takeaway I had for Kittle. Oh, you think he had COVID? I didn't know. I, here's what he said. This is my biggest takeaway from Kittle right here. What's Jimmy Garoppolo doing? No, no idea. Still no text back. It is what it is. Got me. He got me an iPhone. And- uh, I want to stop it there before I finish. Do you see how dismissive that shit was in the beginning, bro? <laughs> How's the no idea? He didn't even let him finish the question. Because he no didn't. Idea. No idea. Like, but I feel like the real Kittle still hasn't texted me back. Yo, he's pissed. Bro, there's hurt in his voice. That's my point. He's feeling some type of way. Humor. He he turned it for us. It was funny. That's my point. That's what I was trying to tell you. It was spicy as he listen to us. We were cracking up because he tried to make it as comedic as possible. He was not laughing, bro. He was he was sincere. Nah, he was sincere. His feelings were hurt, and then he realized. They're going to let me talk here. I got to change it. So listen to how he changes it. But listen to the question. Listen to how quickly he reacts and just stares this guy. Like, you, you ever have you ever get asked a hard question before in front of people? Yeah. Naturally, what our bodies do, we answer the hard questions and we stare directly at the person who asked that question. Because if we deviate, it looks like we're trying to avoid eye contact. And then we think right. it makes us look vulnerable. Right. Watch how he answers this question immediately. And then starts to look around as he elaborates. All right. No, right. How's Jimmy Garoppolo doing? No, no idea. Still no text back. It is what it is. Got me. He got me an iPhone and then never called me back on it. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll take that, I guess. When was the last time you guys talked? Um, I don't know. When did we clear out our lockers after the season? Has it been that long? Yeah. It's just Jimmy G. He does his own thing in the offseason. He looked at his watch. Yo, <laughs> when, let me ask you this question. I wore a t-shirt with Jimmy's face on it, bro. Bro, when the last time you talked to Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, we cleared out our locker rooms at the end of the season. But why did he look at the watch, bro? Like, like is there the date? of Jimmy? Is Jimmy's face on the watch? I miss you, Jimmy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I think he's, I think he's feeling some type of way about the way Jimmy is handling shit. And then it's one thing to say I haven't heard from him. He said out there, I text him and he didn't text, didn't text me, back. me back. And like, then oh. he brought me a phone to text him on. And still didn't hit me up. But that's how Jimmy is in the offseason. Jimmy's going to be Jimmy. 
it's over, bro. Between what Kyle said about Jimmy being traded or him expecting Jimmy to be traded and what Kittle is saying here, (laughs) y'all will not see Jimmy Garoppolo in a 49ers jersey ever Ever again. again. You want to see Jimmy go watch the NFC Championship game. You will watch the NFL. Huh? (laughs) He's going to join the Rocks League, yo. Maybe. He ain't gonna be in a 49ers uniform ever again. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let that go. But that that was a man being vulnerable and realizing he was vulnerable and had to change it up. The yeah. look away was so he didn't start welling up in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Uh, we also heard from Trey Lance and Jimmy Ward. Which one you want first? Go with Ward. We'll end with Lance. Oh, that's go right. with Lance. We'll go with Lance. We'll end with Ward. Oh, you want to end with Ward? Yeah, because Ward was spicy. Okay. All right. So Trey Lance, uh, this press, his portion of the pressure, I actually can't wait for them to break it up. So it's just his. I want to watch it a couple of times on a loop. Um, I get more from it that way. One, I, I drive, I put it on repeat. I listen to the words twice and then I watch the body language once over with the captions on, but with it on mute. I know that sounds crazy, but this is how I dissect these pressers. Uh, this Trey Lance, was trying to be nice, he was trying to be cordial, but they kept pressing him. And this is when the- That's why it's called a presser. This nice guy almost snapped. And it was right here at this point that I knew we got a good quarterback. Check him out. In the most respectful way possible, like I really, it doesn't change how I feel about you guys. I'm gonna stop it. You don't even got to play. I told you he clapped back respectfully. You looked at me like I was stupid. Bro, he said in the most respectful way possible, I don't give a fuck. And then he yeah. realized the words that were coming out of his mouth, and he adjusted in the middle of the I don't Facts. give a fuck. Facts. All right, I'm going to play it. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. In the most respectful way possible. I ain't going to shut up. Did you see the next snap? Yeah. The question I- came in. Hey, did you hear what the media's been saying about you? What do you think? That next snap was like, ah, fuck them. But he can't say that. He can't say that. The, all right, I'm going to shut not, up. Not, not as the quarterback. If he was in any other position. Bro, if he, he was a special teams punter, yep. he'd have aired that hole out, bro. <laughs> he'd have aired it out. He'd have aired it out. But I'm going to shut up and let, I'm going to let it play all the way through this time for real. 37 seconds. Here we go. In the most respectful way possible, like, I really – it doesn't change – how I feel about you guys as people, but I, I really don't like necessarily. It's not my job to care what you guys say or anyone else on social media. I mean, for me, it's I care about what the guys in the locker room think and what my coaching staff thinks. Um, and at the end of that, that's my job. Um, you guys, unfortunately, aren't the ones that are making decisions for me um, or really have any effect on me in the most, again, respectful way possible. But uh, uh, I know everyone's got you know strong opinions one way or the other. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go out and, and try to prove people wrong, prove myself right, uh, but I'm doing it for the guys in the locker room. I don't care about what none of y'all type on your social medias. I'm in here for the guys going to war with me, bro. That's it. Yeah, all I know is um, Trey Lance better respond to my takes because if not, it's going to be a problem. He ain't going to smack no hat off my head. Yeah, that's my quarterback, bro. Nah, he's my quarterback right there, that's, bro. That's my that's our guy, man. That that like I'm I'm so impressed with his confidence, his leadership, his respect, 
And I can't wait till he gets out on the field and shuts the fucking world up by his press play. That's what I'm waiting for. What was impressive to me the most about this presser for him, uh, even in that clip that I just played, right? You can see his youth and his smile, his charisma, right? But you can see the maturity. Remember how last year they kept saying, oh, he's more he's mature beyond his years. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that we kept hearing from players, from coaches. He is a mature guy. Yeah, he's only 21, but da 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 That clip and this whole presser showed it all. You could see his youth and his enthusiasm, but you could also see, hey, hey, I'm media trained, I'm ready, and I'm about my business. Even when he was trying to get them off of his finger conversations, like, yo, again with the finger stuff, that was the most respectful, hey, move the fuck on I've ever heard in my life. All right? We got two contributions here before we get to the last uh, video clip here. Uh, how do you say that? Black Caesar. Black Caesar. Mm-hmm. Grant is very tongue-in-cheek and is not everyone's cup of tea. But Mook Dog needs to stay focused because he has lots to prove this year. I think I can agree with this statement. I, I don't think this is harsh one way or the other. Mm-hmm. He does Grant need to stay Cone, focused. Grant Cone is like an IPA. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. You you either like it or you, you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I agree with the second. I don't care about the first part. I agree with the second part. Like all these players got to stay focused. Like don't don't lose sight of the prize. Don't let this yeah. thing, person, situation come in between you and your glory. And, and right, I think yeah. that's why when people say he got to chill out, he does have to chill out. Like go take your anger out on the field, bro. Go hit a punching bag. Go hit a go hit a tackling dummy. Go do whatever you feel like you need to do. How about you know what the best way to get back at a guy that does stuff. Like this for a living, you write, go all pro. No, you just write to him. Oh, I was gonna say go all pro. I ain't writing nobody nothing. I'm a football player. I, I get paid to hit shit. Yeah, but you—that's my point. You gotta learn how to do shit differently. That's the whole point. Learn, hit, learn. That's the point. You know how many times I want to flip on somebody, and I just you, don't. You, you spaz on? You yell at me all the time, bro. Right. When the last time I yelled at you, bro? Three weeks, seven days. I'm sorry. Three weeks, six days, and two hours. Damn. That's a long time ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's three weeks. We almost going on a month. Yeah, you're right. You're but right. But no, but seriously, we got to learn how to do things differently. Like, like I could have spazzed on that dude that told me to take the thing off the internet, like about Jimmy Garoppolo. And I posted the Hooters picture. He sent me this thing. He was like, yo, could you take it off? My girl, it's, my, it's a picture of my girl. And you didn't put it up there with her permission. And I'm like, I don't need her fucking permission. Who the fuck you are you? I could have spazzed on him, but the Hooters thing with Jimmy Garoppolo, he hit me up in my DM saying that his girlfriend was being harassed. So only reason why I took it down is because he oh, said yeah. his girl yeah. was being harassed. Like, she wasn't being harassed because of you. Eight other sites had that post before you did. Whatever. I, and you're right. I could have swore I blocked this this thing right here. What the hell? Oh, they keep they still in there? Yeah, I blocked them again. But no, nah, and so I took it down because I felt like I don't want this girl going, no, doing nothing silly because she might be getting crazy messages, whatever, whatever. So I took it down. Whatever. Now, if everybody else didn't do it, that's on them. But I did it, but I could have easily spazzed on this dude. I don't, you don't know me. You're going to threaten me with telling Twitter to hack, block my account? Go be my guest. I'll just start a new account. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, But right. at, at the end of the day, like I think as... The way I see Mook is he's still a kid. 
Uh, he's just a big, overgrown kid, and we're adults, right? So we're I'm 41 years old, so I'm not gonna be doing 23 year old stuff. Just not like you know. I get I get <laughs> I get mad when people beep the horn. So you got to make sure you do the double beep, beep beep. So I make sure I do the double beep. Right. Don't don't long beep me. Don't you long beep. Too, you you better shoot me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, for real. No, I got you, bro. Too, it's aggressive. I, I, so my point, the, what I'm saying is, he's right. Mook got to find a way to stay focused. And if I was to be, you know what I would be doing? I would be a dope-ass mentor to these young boys. That's what I am. I'm a mentor, right? I don't even like teaching. I'd just rather be a mentor, right? Because I feel like I can teach by example, you know, and then, and then you know, you could lead the you know, horse to the, to the well, but you can't make them drink. But if you keep showing these guys the right things, that's when... <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can't. He right though. You can, lead, you can lead a horse to a well, but you can't make him drink. Now, right. Yeah. So I just think that Mook should just stay away from these guys. Yeah. Don't um, let them be to your doubt, to your demise. He. And what a, happens is guys like Grant. And this is gonna sound like I'm hating on. He Grant. gonna write about it. He gonna talk he about gonna it. About, he's gonna talk about it, and all you're gonna do is gonna get him clicks. This is what he lived for. This, these are the moments. How many times have you seen him say, I said this and Jimmy Ward responded to me? I said this and Eric Armstead responded. They Kyle Shanahan hates me. Like, these are these are the things that he gets his jollies off on. They fuel like, right you, into his you, fire, bro. You, you, it, come on, man. All right, here's another super chat here. Thank you, uh, Dan Serrano. He says, Tyshawn needs to chill out and prove himself. For those of you who don't know or don't remember, Tyshawn Debo Samuel is his name. Debo was his nickname. Uh, and he's talking about Debo. And I think Debo proved himself last year. What does he need to prove? Right now, he needs to come into camp and play, but he don't need to prove nothing. What do you think, Wayne? I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I know a lot of people are saying that he needs to do it again. I'm like, damn, man. Like, <laughs> person has a career year, second best wide receiver in the league. And yards and touchdowns, now I got to prove it again just to, to get paid. No, how about he outplayed his contract and now it's time for him to get some money? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You don't, don't think he, he outperformed I think he definitely outperformed his contract. Mike, he's playing on a rookie contract. He, we, he, how long is the contract for? It's for three, it's for four years. It's for four years. Now, you added the games he played in those three of three years. Okay. He didn't outperform. Performance based off. What do you mean in an outperforming? He had one year. Yeah, he had one year where he was like hurt, and then his rookie year he had over eight hundred yards. So he was close close to a thousand yards as a wide receiver. Round pick that's expected. Not from Jimmy Garoppolo. You want to have this conversation, bro? Seriously, I don't don't think you want to have this conversation. No, you don't want to have this conversation. Emmanuel mostly came to uh, excuse me. Emmanuel Sanders came to this team and immediately opened up the situation for Debo Samuel to be Debo because he started demanding attention. Emmanuel was the number one guy. Debo became the number two. Usually, the number two is going to eat, but that didn't happen right away at the beginning of the year. So, you can you imagine if we had Emmanuel Sanders, like we traded for him earlier or something like that? Can you just imagine how Debo's numbers would have been? Are you listening to what you're saying? No, we needed an All-Pro receiving tight end and a wide receiver number one just for Debo to be a wide receiver too. What's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with that is he was drafted in the second round. He didn't outperform. Just because he was drafted in the second round, you 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 don't know what they're gonna do. Like the team outperform his he he performed. He outperformed his contract, Mike. No, he's not. He's 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 no longer Mike. If he goes out there right now on a four million dollar deal and injured gets injured, he won't be Debo Samuel. Like he won't get paid. So now he got to go out there and figure something else out. He outperformed it, bro. And it's okay. That's what players do. Fred Warner outperformed his shit, and he got paid. George Kittle outperformed his shit, and he got paid. Debo Samuels outperformed his contract, and he's about to get paid. George Kittle had one. Oh, oh, okay, I think I think where the disconnect is, is you saying he outperformed. That means that he performed above what was expected. Okay. He has not done that, bro. What do you what he did do that just because you so all second round draft picks are expected to be thousand yard wide receivers. Fuck out of here. I'm going to bed, bro. I can't Wait, believe you just said that. It's the so second game. It doesn't, season, it doesn't bro. matter. It doesn't yes, matter. You're telling yes, me. It yes, doesn't. It doesn't. It, does it, it, it matter, just started right? being. It just started becoming a seventeen game. It wasn't a seventeen game season that year. It took the seventeenth game for him to become a, a, his best season. Yes, it does make a difference, bro. You can all right. Listen, listen, just just hear me out for a second, right? In his three-year career, in his three-year career, he don't have twenty-six hundred yards. Okay. In three years, he don't have eleven touchdowns in three years. Okay. It took the seventeenth game to get him the ten touchdowns, to get him the twenty-five ninety-eight in total yards. That's what it took. <laughs> Mike, due to you want Kim now, you want factor in context, or you you above that? I'm just curious. Give me the context. Oh, so the context is we had no fucking running backs. So all of a sudden now in that year that he was already. <laughs> all right. We, uh, your no, fa- no, no, your, no, no, your mannerisms on your face make me no, act the way the running backs act. Were better his, the running backs were better his first two I'm years. I'm talking about in the 17th game season that oh, you're talking season. about. Oh, this season. Okay. We had Z- Elijah Mitchell stayed hurt. Debo Samuel had to become a wide back. Which took away from his receiving. He was le- it was him and Cooper Cup like up to week ten in the NFL going back and forth. Nah, he, he was yeah, he was number one. Yeah, they was battling. They was going. And back then and forth. we had to shift the offense. What are we talking about here, Teradome? Please take my spot. Yeah, what I'm saying, I'm going to that. bed, y'all. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go. Did he sign a one year contract? Mike, it's not that, Mike. Yes, it is that when I said my statement was he did not perform his contract. You're focusing on one year. I'm not focusing on just the one year. I'm just saying in this one year, right, and and his body of work, in my opinion, he outperformed a rookie deal, right? Because, all right, so so give me some other rookie deals then. Uh, Give me some other deals. Give me some other three-year rookie performances. If I pull up C.D. Lamb's numbers right now, if I pull up T. Higgins, if I pull up – what's my man's name? No, just pull pull up up their numbers. Don't say if. because And and at the end of the day, it's it's, it's different, right? Because T. Higgins didn't have the – T. Higgins – 2,598 yards and 10 touchdowns in three years, okay? Okay. I'm going to pull up Jamar Chase. (laughs) He only played one year. Okay. Okay. Jamar Chase has 1455 and 13 touchdowns. Okay. And he's the number one one year. He was the number one wide receiver. So let's pull up some number two guys. Some some Debo wasn't Debo wasn't the number one. 
and okay. touchdowns than Debo had this year. And Debo was the number one wide receiver on this team. Say that again. I'm sorry. And D- I said that's more yards and touchdowns. And Debo was the number one wide receiver on this. Yeah. Team. And who else does the Cincinnati Bengals have other than T. Higgins? They had they had T. Higgins. So they, they so, had Mason, so we uh, have we have other we have way more people to feed. And you had to make Debo, Debo have fourteen hundred yards by week eight, bro. Like at re- receiving, then he got switched to wide back and picked up like another six hundred on the ground. Like, come on, Mike. Like, it's I I, I think I get what you're saying, right, but I don't I don't get it. How about this? Let me let me let me pull up uh, DK Metcalf's numbers: three thousand one hundred seventy yards and twenty nine touchdowns. And who was his quarterback, Mike? So it's everybody else's fault, bro. This is what it's I'm saying. It's not about it's not about it being everybody. You got to factor in the context. You got Joe Burrow throwing the chase. We had Jimmy Garoppolo. Get I right, I right, Mike. I'm cool. Well, all right, all right. How about this? Let me pull up 2019. <laughs> I'm cool. I don't care. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't even the best. He didn't even get 4,000 yards in 2019, and that was his best career year. Let me me see what second-round wide receivers went in 2019. Oh, oh, I don't know. Was Terry McLaurin and those guys all second round? DK was second round. Debo in the second round. DK, second round. Hold on. Let me see. McLaurin Uh, was second round. You got uh, A.J. Brown. He went in the second round, round too? Yes, sir. To okay. Titan mm-hmm. and pick uh 51. Mm-hmm. You got the Chiefs have McCole Hardman. Oh my God, I forgot about him. Oh, we play him this year. JJ Arcega Whiteside. That was you the Eagles. Paris Campbell. Oh, I forgot about Paris. Oh, uh, he's going to waste over there. That was my, one of my favorite guys. Is he and out of Ohio State? Huh? Is he out of Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember him. Guy. Yeah, that's why that was my guy. All right, so. You pick a name off of that list. I mean, just go with AJ. But then again, you got to factor that AJ was healthy the majority of the three years he's played, and he got his deal. Stats. Yeah, last right. year. So and he also go. has Ryan Tannehill that can throw the ball down the field. Two thousand nine hundred ninety-five yards and twenty-four touchdowns mm-hmm. in forty-three games in three mm-hmm. years out of forty-eight. So he's missed five games. Missing games is part of it. Right. Right. I, I said that. I said he was healthier. And he also had a quarterback that throws the ball down the field. A.J. Brown is not lining up in the slot. Like, this, just it's just different, bro. Like, it's, I felt like Debo outperformed his contract. I'm going to stand by that. Like, there's nothing you can say that's going to make me change my mind. Because he's not he, – he outperformed for – he should be paid way more than this little $4 million that he's getting. It's time. That's what that's what they do. I don't but think I Kyle that. Shanahan, at the end of the day, not to cut you off, I don't think Kyle Shanahan expected Debo to blossom like this. I'm sure he thought Debo was going to be good, but Debo blossomed into a star-studded wide receiver in the NFL. And I think now it's coming back to bite them in the booty, and they got to figure out, is he going to help? Can we pay this guy? Because we need to, like, do we need to pay him? Do we want to pay him? What, what are we going to do? I told you they was going to come back. I, t- I told you, Mike, the Warriors, bro. <laughs> I can't. Coming back, bro. Stop it. Let's All right. They're down by eight points, and there's three minutes left. Oh, you ahead of me. Okay, it's 98 to, to 110 on mine, so they're down 12 still. And they just made a foul shot. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, no, look, I don't want to argue about it. I, I think that um, – I think recency bias – We should do a Patreon episode. Yeah, no, we could do that there. We could do that there. We're not and then have this conversation. What's, what's going to happen is – 
on this public forum here on, on our on our public one here it's going to sound like i hate debo and that's not the case i think debo was restricted by injury i think debo was restricted by quarterback play right but the same quarterback is the same guy who got him to 14 plus yards 1400 plus yards this year yeah, but Debo, right. the quarterback didn't get into that. My fucking Debo caught the ball behind the line of scrimmage and ran the majority of his touchdowns for 78 yards. Yeah, what no, are we talking I about it. here? It's context. No, I do, I do. I do understand what you're saying. So that's why I'm saying I don't want to argue it right now. I do completely, and I'm not saying this just to get you to stop talking. Like, I really do understand what you're saying. But then why not, like, all the time? Is that Kyle's fault? Is that Jimmy's fault? You know what I mean? Like, did they not know how to use him? But to say he outperformed that contract, there's only two wide receivers drafted in the same round as him that he was worse than. And that's J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and Paris Campbell. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's it. I, every other second-round wide receiver, Nicole Hardman, let me let me see where he was, because I thought I thought Nicole Hardman was, tell me if I'm wrong, wasn't he a running back? Is he really a no, wide he's receiver? he's a wide receiver. He's a fast guy. All right, so he has uh, 1,791 yards, but he has 12. He's still got more touchdowns than, than Debo. And he's behind guys like Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Uh, what's the other running back's name that they had over there? Alir? No, 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 the other dude. Oh, no, it's a, it's a big name running back. God damn. I can't anyway, but he my point is he's behind other guys also. He's still got more touchdowns receiving than Debo. I can't say that he outperformed his contract. I could say that this year I felt like Debo cumulatively, cumulatively, when you add up all three years to this year, he finally lived up to the second round pick. I don't think he outperformed it. That's all I'm saying. It's like if he had these numbers and he was a fourth or fifth round pick, all right, you outperformed. You outperformed it, but as a second I think, round pick, I, 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 I think well, he outperformed it, bro. But do you that's second round picks to be starters. Do I expect second round picks to be starters? Uh, depending on the position, I guess. Wide receiver, a second yeah. round wide receiver. I, I expect them to be starters, but I don't expect second round picks. Depending but, on but if I told you eight hundred yards and four touchdowns a year for a second round wide receiver, would you say that's good? I would think that's decent, depending on if he's the number one or number two guy. Make them make them either one you want. Eight hundred yards and four touchdowns a year. That's those are good numbers, right? Those are decent numbers. No, for a second round guy, not a first round guy. Yeah, even yeah, I, I would say that's pretty. Yeah, I would say that's good. Like, Debo's not averaging eight touchdowns a year. I mean, four touchdowns a year. He's averaging. He's averaging three touchdowns a year. Yeah, because you got a factor in the year he didn't play. No, but he didn't play because he's Debo. You can't you can't take that out of it. I'm not taking it out, but like that's con like that's context. Like he didn't can't say he didn't play because he's Debo. He didn't play because he broke his foot and freaking oh uh off season training with Jimmy Garoppolo. He broke his foot and when he oh, came wow. back, he wasn't healthy. That's why Brandon Ayuk, as a rookie, had to be the man. He had to be the man. So just look. Mike, I will I say this though. I will say this to your point. All right. I understand you saying no. If you watch week one from his first season all the way up until now, you can see the signs Debo's going to be a good wide receiver. I'm with you there. I'm also not mad at the box score watchers who say he only did it one year. He's got to prove it now. I'm not mad at either side of it. Does that make any sense? Yes. Because not everybody watches the game under the microscope the way you and I do. No, I, I get you. I got the microscope. I'm with you. Debo has shown he's way better than what y'all thought he was going to be. Otherwise, he would have been a first-round talent. 
Correct. So I'm with you there. But the box score watchers are going to say, this is what he's done. He's only got 10 touchdowns. This guy got to show me he can do it again before I give him a big contract. And that's that's um, that's what I'm saying with this. That's what I'm saying with this. All right. Uh, and then we have here, 49ers throwback says, you can say he's better than Jimmy. He got better. They're talking about Trey Lance. I'm with that. You disagree? I agree. All right. Bro, this is what I would tell my son to say. 31 teams got problems. I don't remember what this was about. Do you? Me neither, because we started arguing about Timo. That's your fault. That's your fault, man. Timo brings the gritty out of everybody, boy. I wish Debo should just sign. Dan Serrano says Debo hasn't been consistent enough to demand a huge contract. He should at least put two solid seasons together before acting like a superstar. See that that, that the, the, the issue what I said right at the end. Okay, so I'm gonna agree to disagree with this, and here's why. Um you can't be mad at Debo for getting injured year two. Players get injured. It's called football. Don't know if y'all knew that. I knew they were going to come back. That's number one. Number two, he's playing on the last year of his contract. So you're saying don't pay him and make him go out there and prove it, but he'll be a free agent. Right. And so if he proves it, and we ain't got no damn money to pay him because y'all say he got to prove it again. He going to go to the team that's going to pay the money. Yeah. And I, and I said this on uh 49ers hive and I'm going to say it again here. I don't know how many times I've said it here if at all. Uh, I think that his uh, agent requesting a trade was genius because what that did was allow them to negotiate new contracts with other potential teams to see what his market value is. If you don't request that trade, you have no idea how the rest of the league views this player. Correct. You have no idea what the value is of that player league-wide. The Correct. only way to do that was to request a trade and then be able to negotiate with the other players, with the other teams. I thought that was a genius move by his uh, his agent. So we'll see what happens here. And I want to be very clear, and I want to go on the record officially saying I want Debo back. I think Debo was very good. I think a player like Debo can be a first-year starter's best friend. Facts. So I don't exactly. want to. It's the guy you want to get that person the ball to. One hundred percent. Because if, right. if okay, and, go ahead. And dance. Uh, we read, we this read one. that one. All right. So here's the last video here. Then we can let Breezy go home so he don't fall asleep on us. Uh, this was who? Uh, Ward, right? Yes. Jimmy Ward was very uh upfront. Is candid the right word? Uh, he was super candid, bro. Okay. There was nothing. He wasn't hiding anything. Yeah, no, not at all. But uh, this was transparent. This is what I thought was the most telling, uh, Debo. Wayne, you can tell me if you agree or disagree, and then you can tell me uh, what you thought about his presser. I feel like I left a lot of plays out on the field. I felt like I should have been all pro. I feel like it was enough plays that I could have made in the 2021 season to go all pro. But I didn't make all my plays, so... It's a lot of stuff, I and mean, I can continue to sharpen my pencil um, and get better at. Those plays you're talking about, were they physical or mental um, plays you could have booked? Both. Like as in like uh, sometimes I stop my feet and try to make a tackle, try to make a, some type of phenomenal play, a you know, strip tackle or something like that, and sometimes I can keep my feet running as in tackling. Sometimes in fire zone, I feel like I can read the concept better because I, I got a great sense of awareness. And then I've been in this defense, I want to say, 
Uh, well, um, me and Eric been in defense the longest, but it's like stuff. We're going to get the same routes over and over and over. So it's like it's time for me to take my game to a new level. So this is why I like this tweet here. I mean, this this portion of the presser. For the last, I'm going to say 15 months, Jimmy Ward has been very, very uh, arrogant, calling players out in, in the press. You know what I mean? Going on his Instagram page saying, hey, I'm locking down every tight end. Nobody getting more than 50 yards on me. You don't believe me? Come see me. He's still right? that way, bro. And he, he said at the end of this presser, right? I, I post those things because I can back it up. He said that. And that's the Jimmy Ward I have known to love. I actually told my wife, if I buy one more player's jersey, it's going to be Jimmy Ward. Like, he, got, that's the he, guy. he got to sign the extension for me. No, no, I don't I don't even feel that way. He's been here, what, seven This is last year, though. So you're going to just have his jersey? And right. Go okay. Yeah, on his last year, yeah, because he's got two contracts here already so far. You know what I'm saying? I think so, he gets the third one. Because I like what Jimmy Ward has done so far, I didn't have a problem with saying, you know, let me go ahead and get his jersey. But what I wanted to say with that was this. Watching this part, this portion of the wrestler, I felt like, hold on, let me I felt like Jimmy Ward was saying, hey, as confident as I am, as cocky as I am, me going on Grant's thing and talking all that shit and having to back it up, putting the bullseye on myself, being the bad guy, I still got things I can improve on. Oh, That's yeah. scary. I I, like, I, I I got accountability here, and yep. um, you know, you know how you know how we say, uh, what's the saying? Like, I I feel like no matter how old I get, I always want to be willing to learn. I always want to be a student to the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he used the term sharpening his pencil. I want to make sure I could continue to sharpen my pencil. I don't care how many songs I know how to play or how much 49er talk I can talk. I want to get better. I want to learn. I want to, I want to be better. I want to be better than who I am now tomorrow. And then tomorrow I want to be better who I was the day after. And, and so what, so, you know, it's, and that's what I liked about Jimmy Ward. Right. And so, yeah, we could back it up. He could back his stuff up. He does, but there's times where he doesn't and it's not back it up. There's times he gets beat. This is called like it is where he gets ran over in a tackle or uh, he turns his back on Tariq Hill and doesn't make the play in the Super Bowl. Like whatever you want to say about Jimmy, he makes mistakes. But the fact that he's accountable, he owns his mistakes. I mean, I think that was the you know what? If you ask me what was my biggest gripe about the other Jimmy? It was because he was not accountable. He wouldn't own his mistakes. He would always blame somebody else or something else, all right? And so that's what pissed me off. Listen, Tony's in here. Mike, I love you. I need to get in the bed because I got to get up at 530. All right. So I'm going to see what Tony has to say. If you got to jump out, I'll see you soon, man. Yes. I'll see you tomorrow, all right, bro? All right, bro. All right, Tony. Yep. All right, the floor is yours. I'm going to give you the opportunity to recap any thoughts you've had from OTAs today. And I I got to run through that. Sorry. I got to be with you, all right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't have much to say. I've been working all day. I've been catching drips and traps. Um, I didn't see any of the pressers. Um, I pretty much just checked Twitter. There really wasn't much as far as uh um, tell me tell me about the offensive line videos or clips of tell me about the offensive line 
Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Cam Inman or Barrows. They said the starting offensive line from left to right was – I don't know who the left side tackle was, but left guard was Banks. The center was Brendel. Right guard was J- Jalen Moore. And right tackle was Justin School. Oh, maybe McKibbitts was the left tackle. Or was it vice versa? I'm not 100% sure. I was working all day. I'm sorry. I apologize. But just keying in on the interior, I've been saying this for a long time in this offseason that pretty much you could pencil in banks at left, more right. And if Mac doesn't show up, I truly honestly believe they go with Brendel at center. Unless somebody other than Brunskill, whether it's Poe, whether it's West, or they sign a J.C. Trader, which I don't think is going to happen now. But I think Kyle's going to go with a true center, not a makeshift center. So that kind of eliminates Poe. I think it comes down to Brendel and West for the center spot. I do think Brendel, Kyle, Chris Forrester are comfortable with him if they had to be. So... Um, yeah, listen, it, it all comes down to the Mac situation. Um, Alex Mack is like MIA. No one knows what's going on. Everyone um, knows, but they, they don't say. Yeah, but they play that we don't know. We're going to let him say it himself. But I just will take this one minute to tell you that John Lynch and both Kyle have talked up Brendel like there's no tomorrow. And also, taking it back to the draft, they did say we know what we need to know to go through this draft and after. So, I mean, is Brendel going to be the guy or is Matt coming back? It's the million-dollar question. My theory, my gut feeling, I, I kind of think he's done. All right, let me ask you a couple of questions about uh, points of contention throughout this episode tonight between uh, Wayne and myself. And shout out to Wayne. We rock for a solid two hours here, but I want to ask you a couple of points of contention here and see what your thoughts are. Um, number one, and I'm going to start from the, the last part that we talked about and then go back with you. Uh, do you believe that Debo Samuel has outperformed his retirement? His rookie deal? I do. Especially in, 2000, especially in 2021, yes. Okay. All right. I like that. I disagree, but I like that. I said you have to look at everything. You can't just look at one season and in the in the three. No, I understand that, but what put it over the top was the 2021. So collectively, after three-year deal, he still has one more year to go. So technically, I don't know. You know, he could come out this year and go balls to the wall and that and have another monster season. He's only on the books for what four million or three million this year. I think, you know, minus set the injuries aside, I think he had a very solid first two years, and then the third year put the ice on a cake for me. I like it. I like it. Um, another question. Uh, so I don't know if you watch any of the pressures at all. Uh, George Kittle said that he has not heard from Jimmy Garoppolo since they cleaned out their lock. He texted him, and Jimmy has not responded. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said that, he expects the Jimmy Garoppolo to be traded at some point. Uh, does this put to bed to you and does this comfort you 
and knowing that Jimmy Garoppolo will not be back at the 49ers quarterback? Um, I'm about 95% sure, yeah. There's 5% of me that still thinks they're going to do something stupid to try to prove a point. And I don't agree with it, but 95%, yeah. I think nah, he's you got to go back and watch. Now, listen to what exactly Kittle said. All right, I'll play it again for you. Ready? Yeah. Jimmy no Still no text back. It is what it is. Got me, he got me an iPhone and then never called me back on it. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll take that, I guess. When was the last time you guys talked? Um, I don't know. When did we clear out our lockers after the season? Has it been that long? Yeah. It's just Jimmy G. He does his own thing in the offseason. Tony, this is coming from a guy that wore Jimmy's picture on a shirt multiple weeks during the season. I, I would venture to say it's over. Yeah, no, I think it is over. But like I just said, it's 5% that this team's going to do something stupid to try to prove a point that would keep him here. I think team, the locker room has moved on then. I think Jimmy has isolated himself more than ever from this team. Because he is an he is an isolated person in the offseason. he doesn't talk with people. He, he separates himself completely. Goes off the grid. But I just think I, I don't know. Just just five percent chance that something stupid that they're gonna try to hold him, try to get more or whatever. But I, I think the Jimmy Garoppolo era is done. I also think it's coincidence that. They announced that they they have talked to Jimmy's camp about trade and they're willing to proceed forward with that. And then the next thing you know, they're showing videos from the first day of OTA with Trey full control of the offense. So, and that, I, I kind of see it as Kyle hypothetically announced his starter in alternate ways than actually saying it. All right, man. Listen, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna recap everything. I don't have anything new to add. We've been going for more than two hours. I want to thank everybody who chimed in tonight. Uh, you guys have been phenomenal, uh, Tony. I can't wait for you to go back and hear this. This was a really, really good episode, man. We talked about Grant Cohn being assaulted by Devon Kinlaw. Kinlaw what? Back- oh shit! No, we didn't hear about it. Javon Kinlaw smacked the hat off of. Uh, Grant Cone's head and called him a bitch ass da 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 that Grant Cone couldn't say. Um, and then he sang, Kinlaw sang threatening words to Grant Cone uh, using rap lyrics and songs that were playing. Um, so, you know, Grant's hanging his, home, hanging his hat on this and really uh, belaboring in the moment and using this moment to uh, bring some notoriety. <laughs> so, Wait, is there proof of this? No, unfortunately, there is no proof. Only Grant's word. Um, so, I and Wayne and I did discuss that. That not a like you know practices are small. They're enclosed. Most people see everything, and no one else reported on this. But Grant, he did a whole video. So, no, there is no. But I think I don't think that Grant would stoop to this level because that's character defamation. I don't think Grant would do that with a player on the team. So, uh, as much as I would like to say, and and I did say that there's no proof of it, I just don't. I don't see him making that shit up.
I don't know. I mean, I, I got I got to see it. But if there is none, you got to. I guess you got to go with his word. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's okay. We're gonna get out of here, man. Um, Tony, do you have anything to tell people to watch for or listen for? Trey Lance went 15 of 17 in OTAs today, only missing two passes. I believe that was 83 or 88 percent. Um, anything you want to leave people with and tell them what to watch for? I can tell you this though. Uh, Donovan West got 13 reps at center. Donovan Poe did not play center at all uh, with three teams, three offensive lines going out there. Um, I don't have many other takeaways for you right now. What do you want to leave the people with? This is the final thought segment. Is this the only uh, media exposed practice or is there another one? I believe there's one more later this week. Not tomorrow, but the day after. Or Friday, well, I, I could be wrong. I, I, could be I, guess wrong. We, I don't know. I guess we could just wait and see for the next practice. But to be honest with you, I'm not expecting much from this. From the way you're talking, it seems like it was very basic today. Again, I didn't see anything. I didn't get a chance. We were very busy today. So it, it seems like Kyle's just going through the motions with when the media is there. And then when the media is not there, when it's going to get down to like grinding with these guys. I mean, not contact, obviously, but really, like, installing and stuff and working on um, packages and plays and scenarios and putting Trey Lance to, to a more um, more pressuring test to see where he's at and what he can handle in seven-on-seven situations. Um, but pretty much, it, 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 when the media is there, it's going to be at your average practice. Nothing crazy. Go through the motions. So, I mean... We, we just got to be patient. There's nothing really we could do. I mean, stay tuned in, set your alerts, in case there's breaking news or whatever, we'll jump on. But, I mean, that's pretty much it for now. We have to wait for the next open practice. Yeah. All right, guys. My final thoughts are this, man. We have a long, long season ahead of us, guys, and we're going to be breaking down everything with a fine-tooth comb. So make sure you guys are locked in here at the Nothing But Niners channel on YouTube. Subscribe. Make sure you tell somebody else about us. We're going to break it all down. So thank you all for checking us out. We truly, truly appreciate you guys. And that's going to do it for us here tonight at Nothing But Niners. Uh, let's, go, let's go home, man. I'm ready to go home. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. One. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes We never miss, we all makes Look at us dudes trying to prove Bringing you news with nothing to lose Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne Method man, we bring the pain hey. See, I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners.